It takes money. No one does that. This is all made up. Do you think it's possible I could get you to see Magic Mike? I saw Magic Mike. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) They say goodbye and they just kick the guy in the balls for no reason. (laughs) Why did the bonsai die? Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. It's in ramblings. Are you ready to ramble? I am. Oh, good. That's good news. Because <laughs> that would have been wasted if you're like, no, hang on one minute. I've just no. got to... We'll come back tomorrow. Have we ever done that before? It was one of the very first episodes. The, have it, the, are you ready to ramble intro? Is that what you're referring to? Uh, yes, it was. Oh, we've done that. Oh, it's a shame. Yeah, like maybe episode 14 or something. I was uh, sleep deprived and I woke up with that in my head. And I, <laughs> I wrote a whole boxing spiel. It was in one of the rerun episodes, in fact, so we're, we're good on that joke. Yeah. But, I mean, we can do it again. Okay. Well, we just did, yeah. so I'm glad. Well, I feel like once every eight years is enough. Has it been eight years? Surely not. That can't, it can't be our eighth at Rambliversary. It I feel is, like we would have achieved more. It is indeed the eighth Rambliversary or Insaniversary, as huh. I'm trying to redub it. Oh, really? Why do we... I, it does make a lot more sense. It's so much better. <laughs> How long did it take us to realise that? Seven and a half years. Was that mid-year we yeah. realised? It wasn't even close enough to undo what we've done. No. Did what? someone point that out to you or you realised? No, no, it just came to my mind. Ugh, I'm like, why didn't awful. we call it that? For the- it just makes so much more sense. Yeah. What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And you're listening to Insane Ramblings, episode 132, a very... Forgiving episode. What are we forgiving? The fact that I totally did not kill your dog. Oh, yeah, you absolutely, you killed my 17-year-old dog dog. and it's dead. It is actually all, like, I'm not even joking. I had to make the decision to put it down because of you. I'm not going to say that it's not dead. It's (laughs) unlucky, like, it's definitely, the temporal connection is there. I went away for one day. Mm. One day. You had one job. I'll argue that I did my job. Yeah. My job was feed your puppy. Well, he didn't eat it. He died. <laughs> he couldn't eat it. All right, well, to be more specific. He's not a puppy, by the way, at this point. I guess it's just a small dog. I assume all small dogs are puppies, but he was a 17-year-old puppy. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. He was a small dog and he was 17. So let's enter the facts into the court record. This podcast is somewhat of a uh, an oral... Delight. <laughs> sure. Okay, is that what you're looking for? Not at all. Like, oh, shame. I, I'm just saying like, this is on the record kind of conversation now. I'm just getting this, the truth out there. Okay, that you definitely killed my dog. I'm disputing that. Well, I said feed the dog, which does imply that the dog gets fed and eats it. But he didn't eat it. Instead, he died. I don't know that you did say feed your dog. You said put the food <laughs> into the bowl. Yeah. And I accomplished that goal, that mission, if you will. Your honor. Yeah. yeah. It's just suspicious, though. Like, it's very suspicious that he was fine and then the next day he was dead. Yeah, the one day that I've ever had to look after <laughs> the pet. Him. I, know, I've never, I don't think you've ever been in my house before. I think I've spent a total of two minutes in your house right. before. Over the, what, like 10 years, more than that, like more, 15 like or 20. so yeah, yeah. years that we've known each other. It's so, coming up to 20, which is crazy. And now the majority <laughs> of the time that I've spent there was... Killing my dog. Animal neglect. 
So why don't you tell your side of the story? You went away for... Well, I don't really have a side of the story. Mine is just three connected facts okay. that are very make you look very suspicious. But what, what, let's, let's go back to the beginning. Like, you went away to what, the Mornington Peninsula? Yes, I went away for my birthday weekend, although it is not my birthday. Yeah, I was um, like, what? We <laughs> postponed my birthday weekend mm-hmm. to now to try and get all the girls together. So I went away. I fed the dog on Friday. The mm-hmm. dog was fine. You were meant to feed the dog on Saturday, and I assume you did it because I, I saw I, the dog food there. I did indeed do that. You did. Then on Sunday, I got home to feed the dog sometime in the afternoon, took the food outside, and I did the like dramatic widow drop of the food. You dropped the bowl. I was like, oh my God, yeah. Or you dropped to your knees or both. No, it dropped the bowl in the dramatic widow drop of food. You know how like they have a nice morning in bed and they're in love and then she's like, I'll just go get our coffees. Yeah. And then she comes back and he's dropped it of a heart attack. And so what was the dog doing that made you... Well, he hadn't eaten his dinner and he was just like laying in bed twitching. Mm, okay. Mm, yeah. So then I was like, you can eat it. Come on, up you get. And he couldn't stand on his feet, which is where you stand, where he usually stands. That's normally stands. how he stands. Like. Yeah. I just wanted to point <laughs> yeah. out that... He's not like one of those circus dogs that... No. I guess like I was going to say stands on their hands, but I'm like, hmm, I guess his hands are still his feet. <laughs> He doesn't walk around on his lips yeah. like one of those <laughs> trained lip dogs. <laughs> I took him to the vet and I had to unfortunately make the decision to put him down. Did that decision have anything to do with spite? You're like, this yes. will really get Ben if he I, I do it. I was like, I could leave him overnight, but. <laughs> I should put him down now as soon as possible <laughs> just to really rub it in that it was Ben's fault. The, the vet was like, do you want to think about it? I'm like, no, nah, quick. <laughs> it's nearly midnight. That'll yeah. be the following day. Right. It's like two days since Ben was here. He won't feel the blame. Yeah, they will hardly seem responsible if that's the case. Yeah, exactly, right? All right, let me tell my version of events. It's exactly the same. I don't see how yours can be different. Except that you got lost in the labyrinth. Well... There's a few key details that you have neglected to mention. Okay. So, for weeks leading up to this trip, Vicky's like, hey, can you look after my dog just for one day right. going away? I'll also owe you money for that, even though you killed him. Uh, I'll let- I feel like I took out a hit. <laughs> 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 that is so shit. I can't believe I have to pay you to look after my dead dog. Here's the thing. I wasn't going to charge you. I know you brought yeah. up the fact that... Well, like, I did offer... I know. But you weren't going to charge me since he died. No, I wasn't going to charge you anyway. Oh. But now it makes it look like, like it's fine. This one's on the house. Yeah. This one's a freebie because now he's dead and technically all my effort was for naught. Yeah, he didn't even touch it. Well, I just let it be known, the character reference for the judge. Yeah. Oh, the dog bites. He's vicious. No, that I was going to say that oh. I, I wasn't going to charge it despite the, oh, right. my testimony. You're say, like, to describe the victim, like if you wanted to do victimology, had he been murdered, yeah. there would have been too many suspects to narrow it down. Who's the other suspects? Everybody, because he bites everyone. Oh, I see. No, I, I was more... I mean, obviously opportunity is there for you. You'd yeah. be a prime suspect because you were there. <laughs> but in terms of like, you know how they're like, oh, who's their enemies? And it's like, well, this guy had motive. Everyone has motive. Gotcha. Anyone no. who he's ever met would hate him. Before we even get to that, I was Anyway, just, sorry, uh, that's the victimology. We'll move on. Okay, before we even get to that, my, my point was just that I know it's impossible to believe me now, but I'm a good guy. I was just going to do this out of the goodness of my heart. Oh, right. No, I don't believe you. I think you killed my dog and you... I took out a hit on my dog. Did I say some code word? 
But like, actually, I was like, just push the ball outside, and that is like, yeah. When I uh, when mob I, slang that I don't understand. When I fed him, I'm like, Scamper, if you don't want to be killed, bark three times, and he said nothing. <laughs> I was like, I got the message. Okay. Do you think that it's possible to accident like, if you don't know mob lingo? Maybe I just like I said some mob phrase to you, and I don't know mob phrases. So you're like, push the ball outside. Like, how did you not know what that means? Yeah, that's uh, like. What if I'm like whack that man? And I was like, no, like. (laughs) No, I'm so uncool with all that kind of stuff. I would if someone's like put the bird in the hangar. Yeah, is that a phrase? Or did you just make that up? It's a code word that I just made up. Okay, no, but it's not a well-known one because I don't know that either. I was like, does that mean something? It's not even a good expression because I don't think that birds technically even go in hangers. It would be like put the plane in the hangar or put the bird in the cage or something. But anyway, put the bird in the hangar. Just say that. I mean, why? So it can fly around in a large but enclosed space. It doesn't matter. This is the point of code words. Yeah, I guess they don't make sense. Like the train departs from Moscow. Yeah, it's just so you can because of all the. Ant hills. <laughs> well, hopefully, I suspect if the police were listening into that conversation, they would probably know something's up. Like, that was just gibberish. Let's <laughs> look into this. Well, isn't it just they usually, like, switch out one thing? So, they're like, do you have the photos when you're, like, trying to buy weed? And it's like, yes, it's $20 for one photo. Yeah. That so, it's like, if you text this guy, you know, ask him for cans of Coke or whatever. But that kind of conversation, like, it makes sense in normal conversation like that kind of expression anyway yeah just say the eagle has landed yeah you said that and i'm like got the message i'm gonna kill this dog while you're away yeah that's what I'm, did i do that I'd, I'd be so uncool i'd be like just to check you want me to kill him right yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> and i'd be like damn it yeah and then the swat team runs <laughs> <Descends>. in <laughs> no so you bring this up like several weeks in advance hey can you look after me? yeah dog? i was I'm definitely like, signposting it didn't come out of nowhere no Naturally, I agreed to take so, up the. Fortunately, I did task. use you because if it wasn't you, it was going to be an air tasker, and that would. <laughs> yeah, that would have been even more awkward. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have told them. I don't think I would have just been. Oh, well, because again, like I definitely don't suspect you. Would you have given them five stars? No, I would have <laughs> asked them. Did you do something unusual? Hey, by the way. Dog? What status was the dog in when you left? Alive? Yeah, or, or not, not alive. so much. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, you flagged this with me. I'm like, sure, I'll do it. You give me like a list of instructions. Sure. But amongst that, you were saying... Don't basically, touch the dog yeah, or go near it or examine it. Keep all Hence why hands off. I, right. That's why I don't blame you because I didn't say like examine the dog, touch the dog. Which I, I think is a normal dog sitting task what to touch and examine it well just to see like that it's Is okay. It okay yeah but, I, but you would put the fear of god into me good you were like he would have bitten you no matter how sick he was maybe that's why he died why he didn't get the chance <laughs> I, I was the one person who got yeah. free. Pretty much. It'd be like, someone came here and I didn't bite them. This is terrible. But also, like, if he was visibly whimpering or, like, shaking, you would have done something, I assume. Well, all he was doing when I saw him was... was sleeping. Like, in his little... Bed. In his doggy bed. Yeah. And he was asleep, I assume. Or at least appeared to be. Yeah, sleep, dead. <laughs> no, they're very similar. <laughs> I had the same problem when I got to the vet. She's like, oh, she's like, what's the problem? And I was like describing it. And she's like, is he alive? I was like, you're the vet. <laughs> Maybe just taking Wait, a, very, you asking a very deep nap. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're getting? <laughs> I was like, well, suddenly you want my medical opinion. What am I paying you 160 bucks for? <laughs> no, so he, he actually didn't die at home. He was put down, unfortunately. 
So he was probably fine. Well, I don't know that he was fine, but I like I was under instructions to not, not to disturb him. No, he would have bitten you and then died anyway. So, <laughs> like, you may as well save yourself. You deprived I think. him of one final uh, joy in oh, life. Oh no, he got me. Oh, that's good then. <laughs> He got a little nip on his way out. All right, well, as long as he uh, got his last meal. Yeah. I noticed you didn't give him the schmackos, though. What was that about? I, I wasn't. I did see those on top yeah. of the pile. I was like, what a dick. No, I didn't really ben know what the deal jerk. was. You didn't mention, like, schmackos. Oh, I just said. assumed everything in this bowl is to be fed to the dog. I see. You can't assume these things. <laughs> First of all, it looked like doggy treats. Right. But how am I? Like, I wasn't even 100%. I'm like, I don't know. It could be like a fruit roll-up. <laughs> Why would I put a fruit roll-up on top of dog There was food? a lot of crap around that I house. mean, this is true. <laughs> this is the other thing. Ricky's, this is Ricky's mum's apartment. Sure. It was 90% stuff from the 90s. <laughs> 90 over 90. Well done, mum. <laughs> yeah. It's like if you walked into, like, you know, when um, an old person dies and they haven't upgraded their equipment or something from the last few decades. It's like right. a perfectly preserved. Yeah. It's the 70s even, yeah, I would say. Yeah, from like, you it's know. It's a, a 70s decor with 90s objects. One of the first things that like got my attention mm. was there's like a huge stack of CDs, like head height. But they're also on a bench. But it was so precarious. Of course it's head height. They're on a bench. <laughs> no, okay, but still, like, there's like 40 CDs there. Yeah. There was, they were like tipping. Yeah. They were like on a leaning tower of Pisa. Like, they angle. were. I thought the same thing, but yeah. But also a layer of dust an inch thick. I'm like, they've been that precarious for like a year, at least, if they've got that level of dust on it. Oh, at least. I think they get played every Christmas. And, like, that whole time, she's like, it's fine. It's not going to fall. Like, I'm amazed they haven't fallen. <laughs> but, like, my... But if they fall, they'll just fall, like, have a soft landing on the junk below. It's <laughs> like, what, plastic bags, I think, beneath it? I mean, you'd know better than she me. She has the world's biggest collection of plastic bags. My friend came over and she pointed out, like, it's quite organised, mm. but there's a lot of one thing in every spot. Like what? So, like, there's a stack of a lot of CDs. And then there's, like, what, 20 dog bowls? Oh, uh, yeah, I see. Yeah. But I assumed, like, the dog bowl thing was just because you go through one every time you feed him. Well, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm just... I uh, assumed that that was the system because... No, because he bites. There were so many dog bowls. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no. We, I reuse it. Occasionally, I might use another one. So, what's she, what's she afraid of? Like, it does, it does seem very hoarder's... It's not that bad, though, compared to Hoarders. I mean, I would have just thought that, like, the stuff at the bottom of these piles. Right. She's never getting to that. Uh, Precisely. I don't think she's afraid of anything. I think she's lazy. What do you mean afraid of anything? You said what's she afraid of? No, no, no. Like, what is she... What's her... I mean, I'm sure as if she's afraid of things. She's not like a fearless woman. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like... She's not afraid of anything. Did I... She's basically the Superman of our time. <laughs> right. She's impervious to bullets. I forgot <laughs> yeah. to mention that. Fear, it, fear itself. That's all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she actually inspired that speech. He added that by saying, like Wendy. Oh. <laughs> I don't believe that it's connected to fear in any way. No, I didn't mean... Um, I might have misspoke. I was just... Wondering, like, what's her plan to, with all this stuff? Like, I assume it's Again, just, she doesn't do planning. She has no fears. What does she need to plan but is for? is it out I'm of sorry. laziness? It's like, I'll throw these CDs out later or like, I'll tidy up later. Or is it more like, I might need all this stuff? Like, if you um, if you start cleaning up, would she freak out? Yes. I have cleaned up. So, it used to be a lot worse. But no, I couldn't throw away her things. Why? Because she just, like, says she needs it sometime? 
I don't know. No, that's not it either. She'll just be annoyed because they're hers. Because. Like I wear her clothes and use her shower and she gets annoyed. Yeah, right. Like if I stayed here and I was like, oh, Ben, I just wore your jacket because I didn't bring one and I was cold. Mm -hmm. Would you be annoyed? Yeah, but the difference is I've got like two jackets. That that should mean she's more open to it. She's like, "Don't worry, I've got seventy. I'll never need them." I was pointing that's this what out I'm saying. Like uh, to my mom, to my she friend. Would, she sorry. wouldn't notice if you wore a jacket unless you told her. Um, she knows. Like, like she does notice. I think she must have, honestly, like photographic memory. <laughs> I'm just convinced because she's like, "That jacket's moved." I'm like, "How could you possibly know?" Like, is there some, like you know the um. Oh, what video clip is it where it's like one thing that like knocks off the next thing to like create... Like a Rube Goldberg machine. Right, yeah. Maybe she's got that on every object and I just don't realise, like I haven't seen into it because I have no idea how she knows. Because that was going to be my suggestion. It's like... She should make one. No, no, you... Because <laughs> <laughs> she could. Out, out of just the junk in her house. No, yeah. I was going to say every time you go over there, start like throwing a few things out. I did. And she wouldn't notice. But like if you're saying that she's got... Oh, no inventory to check that I honestly have become convinced she has a men like she can mentally take photos yeah I know it my friend came over Uh, yeah and I was like guessing by the coat rack alone how many people do you think live here okay because what like the coat rack's just packed with stuff have you seen it you would have seen it when first when you walked in there's about nine coats on it okay no one needs nine coats I'll I'll tell you this I mentioned like just in passing on the podcast the last episode or two ago, I tore the lining on my leather jacket. Right. And it's so frustrating. Like every time you put your arm in. You don't need nine. You can get one more. But my point is like I had my leather jacket and I had an old leather jacket. Right. And so. That's how it begins. I got the new one because the old one was like kind of falling apart. Sure. But I'm like, I need to fix this. So I took the new one to the clothes alteration place. Sure. And then for work yesterday, I'm like, well, I don't have a jacket. It's not ready to pick up until after work. I'll wear my old jacket. And it was like a bit tattered. It'd been like a year or so since I'd last worn it. But I'm like, it did the job last time I wore it. Sure. If I'm only wearing it for a few hours, then it's not going to be a big deal. I didn't realize until I got to work. But I was like leaving dust of (laughs) not just just from like, you know, disuse. Like dead cow skin dust. Yeah. Like I was like... Dripping leather everywhere. Oh, that like, gross. Like, oh, you're like melting. Yeah, it was oh. horrible. Oh. I, like, I got up. You're from... like the Wizard of Oz woman. <laughs> <laughs> I stood up after sitting down and my pants were just covered in like oh, that's jacket disgusting. dust. Disgusting. You were a human candle. It was so gross. And I was like, I was in a meeting, like a Monday morning oh. meeting for work. Oh, we have that too. It's the worst. Anyway. And I had to like. At the end, surreptitiously just like wipe down my chair oh, without drawing too much gross. attention. It oh, was just... it's like the gym everywhere you go. But it was like, it's not like you know, No, it's sweat. like cow sweat. Yeah, it's just like black flecks of leather. Oh, and that really grosses me out. I don't know why. Like, I know it's just leather. Like, I would touch leather, but still. And the other thing was like, I had bought a new t-shirt that I was wearing at the same time. Oh, no. And so, you know how uh, when you just take shirts out of the packet... Like has they have the, the creases, yeah, still? the creases of the sure. packet. So I was like, we, me and my mum were watching House of Cards a few weeks mm-hmm. earlier, and we had seen this in the show, like the costume department obviously mm-hmm. just got a shirt out of the wardrobe, like out of you know straight out of the packet, right? Because Kevin Spacey like, like the had lines the creases. on it. 
So I was like hyper aware. I'm like, Ooh, well, I don't want to. I don't want to spacey it all day. Exactly. And so I'm like, well, I got to wear the jacket. But then the jacket oh, was like no. causing like all this leather dust. Oh my gosh. As soon as I got Imagine my... Imagine if you're performing at the Super Bowl. This is a disaster. <laughs> as soon as I got my new jacket, the old one just like straight in the trash. Good. Like, I was like, that makes sense. 100%. Yeah. It was hard to get through a day with this thing. I don't need it for more, for any, you know, it's served its purpose. Right, sure. That's been for sure. So I'm down to one jacket. That's not good. I had two. My mum has nine. I had two and the second one was useless. <laughs> so my point is nine is ridiculous. Like yes. I can give you, all right, maybe a couple of those, like two or three different styles or something. Well, particularly women obviously tend to have more styles of things than men. Yeah. But I, even, like, I have a lot of clothes and even I could, I don't hold a candle to what this woman has created. <laughs> like you've seen my room, and it's relatively clothes friendly. I, I I can't envision your room, but I'm just gonna assume there's a lot of like floor drobe going on. It's actually not. I'm actually pretty tidy. It's oh, okay. just I have a lot of clothes, and they're all piled up. All right. I can't compete with her. Like I have probably three coats, and that feels excessive. Sometimes I'm like, I could probably get rid of one. Yeah, and so does, have you asked her to try and, like, justify all these Of course. Things? I'm like, this is out of control. How do you ever find anything? You can't possibly be wearing those things down the bottom. She's like, I know. I know what's there. I need it. Yeah, because even, like, I've got T-shirts and stuff. I'm like, I haven't used that in forever. And it's yeah, like, but I'm some kind stuff of, is, like, sentimental. Right. It's like I'm holding on to it because I do like it. I just, yeah. Like, I bought a new um, T-shirt in the UAE recently. Sure. It's really cool. It's like... a. Oh, you do say so yourself. I do. It's a t-shirt, but with a hood. Uh, it's not great. And it's like a weird fabric. Okay. And I bought it. I'm like, I'm not I'm, sold, but all right. Well, this is the thing. Mm. I'm like, I've never seen anything like this. It was like, you know, pretty cheap. I'm like, I got a good deal on it. I have no idea what event I'm going to wear. Oh, to. totally. I bought myself a sparkly sarong. <laughs> I was loving life in Thailand. Yeah. I'm not going to throw it out. But did you at least wear it in Thailand? Of course. Yeah, because it seems like the kind of thing like over there, everyone's got their sparkly sarong. Oh, I was so it's like, it. well, I'll join the party. Sure. Oh, and did I ever? And then you bring it back and you're like, well, unless I'm going back to Thailand, I'm probably not going to be wearing this too often. But that I didn't even wear over there. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm just like, I got caught up in the moment. <laughs> and I do like this shirt, but I just, I don't know, maybe I got to wear something underneath it. But then it's like, well, if I've got long sleeves and a t-shirt, like I'm probably going to be too hot. It's just like a, a weird... I can't understand who's who they've made this for. Or yeah, what like climate. the combination of the t-shirt with the hoodie is like already, you know, crossing... It is weird. Why would I need a hood but I want my arms exposed? You don't, but no, it's just it's one of these things. See, oh, sorry. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not throwing it out because like I do like it. See, I understand my exact reason for hoarding clothes. Yeah. I have an exact like pivotal moment. Okay. You know how like it's like, oh, this harks back to, you know, them growing up in the depression. Now they can't. Let yeah. anything go. I know, like, my traumatizing experience okay. that has made me overbuy things. Mm. So, there's this one skirt, and please, if you know about it, write in. So, there's this really great skirt in Q, like, Q, the ladies' Suburb. clothes store, oh, okay. C U E, it's yep. Australian brand. I would say seven years ago. <laughs> and I saw it, and I was like, this is an amazing skirt. It's gorgeous. I love it. It's like herringbone. It had, like, a. Um, bow at the back There's a skirt And there was pants And that was like I love them both I really want them But they were like Just over $200 So I was like Oh it's a big spend Oh well never mind I'll probably never think About this again They are pretty cool though So pretty much Every day since then I'm like Damn it I should have got the skirt <laughs> I still like Search eBay To try and find 
that skirt and those pants in my size and I can't. I'd, I'd prefer the pants, but the skirt feels more likely. And so have you been back to the store and like by the time that happened, I didn't have oh, it anymore? Oh, yeah. I even like rang the factory outlet, no dice. Wow. I, yeah. And ever since then, I've been checking eBay and like buy, sell, swap groups. And now when I want something, I just buy it because I'm like, this could be the second yeah. new skirt. I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> I should just find a picture of them and get them tailor-made. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that's the point it's reached. So that's why I now I'm like, don't hold back. <laughs> Do you find yourself buying a lot of crappy clothes that you're never going to wear again though? Yeah, because then I'm like, oh, I thought I really wanted this on the day. And then never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to cause the cue skirt to myself. That is the dilemma you run. But I also feel like sometimes when I'm buying clothes, I deep down think they'll make me better looking. And then I put them on and I'm still the same person. And they <laughs> don't. Like, the girl they in, don't. The, uh, in the magazine looks so hot wearing it. If I wear it, Not I could also that. be hot. I'm like, I bet I'll be really hot when I wear this because it's different to what I wear normally, which is my clothes that I already own. But this is a new thing. Yeah. So it's a chance to try. <laughs> I didn't look any different in all the other clothes <laughs> that I bought. But again, I haven't tried this one. Right, exactly. And inevitably. <laughs> Hasn't worked so far? No. Mm, pity. But the the saddest thing that I saw there, mm. your mum's got one of these Roomba, like the electronic vacuum oh, cleaner yeah. things, and uh, it was trapped. Was it? There I was, think that's its charging base. So it was on the charger. Yeah. But like it was surrounded by like a metal pole <laughs> and like a stack of magazines or something. <laughs> so even when it's like finished charging, it's not going to be able to go anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's like... That's the sign, I think, that you've got too much shit when yeah, your room can't move. Locked in. And I told <laughs> I told Julian, and he's like, "Oh, you should have set it free." And now I feel bad. I'm like, I killed a dog. And my dog I, and my room was trapped. Yeah, you should have set, set it free. free. I can't believe you told Julian how like messy the house was. I mean, it was a talking point. Come on. What did you say? I'm trying to contain this. Contain he's, the shame. He, he loves Roombas. Oh, so, so he wait, felt terrible. No, so it wasn't about like, hey, you should check out Vicky's mum's place. I was like, she had a Roomba and he was like, you know, tell me about it. I want to know everything. <laughs> Do you have a Roomba? No, but uh. like that's his dream. If they weren't like $700 or whatever. Again, like she spent probably $700 on a Roomba, I guess. Yeah, like you don't need one for that apartment. No. The- She's got really nice floorboards though, I must no one, say. No one would know. <laughs> no. This is one of those things when you move out of a place mm. or like just before you move even even like you see the photos on the real estate website sure. of like here's the room and it's empty yes and you're like oh my god there's so much space here yeah the place looks huge and then you put your bed and your coffee table mm. and, and all like, that well, kind of stuff in. it's cool. like oh yeah we filled it <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> like, hard remember when there was all this room when you eventually have to like clear all that stuff out yeah you're going to be like, oh my God, look how much room we had of course. all this time. I know that it's a mansion. I think our house had to keep expanding just to like contain her stuff. What do you mean? Like you were building rooms? I, I guess. I don't recall that occurring, but she's one person. Only one person <laughs> lives there now. Like she can't move basically. Like my mum wants to sell the house. So does mine. But it's not going to happen. No. Like you should, you should encourage her to sell it just so she can go through this stuff. Like we've been going through. My concern is she'll get a smaller house and just fill it with the same amount of things. But the problem is you can't even transport all that stuff. Oh, you don't know what she's capable of. It would be, I I think just in the sheer volume, it would be too expensive. (laughs) 
Like, oh, I never, I don't know. Like, I can understand when Erica moved in here and she bought with her her dead pot plants just because she brought everything she owned. Right. But she owned like a trailer full of stuff. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. Your mum's going to be like multiple moving vans. That <laughs> if, you know. if everything goes. Right. So we've been going through just household objects over the last few days and like trunks of old. Oh, it feels so good to get rid of like a bunch of junk. I just did yeah. a whole big donation as well. Right. And we've got a whole bunch of like art and stuff that we made as kids. Oh, wow. And it's like fun to see for like, like, hey, yeah, remember when I did that? That was like a shitty picture that I drew of my family. Anyway, into the trash. Really? Oh, You I don't need do any of it. I couldn't do that. I put it in a folder or something. You can just like take a photo of it. If I it's guess like, so, you yeah. Know, Particularly like heartwarming. Right. You take a picture, you yeah. You just digitize everything, but you don't need the physical versions these days. See, that I would find hard. I would put them in scrapbooks or something. But Even also if- you have no heart, so <laughs> you killed my dog, so we know that. Well, let's think about this. Mm. Oh, yeah, you were telling your side of the story. I killed your dog, sure. But you also house sat for hours. Yeah, your dog lasted a lot longer afterwards. But six to eight months later, bam. Yeah, right? So let's just call it even. (laughs) Was it six months later? I thought it was even like sooner than that. It might have been. I'm not keeping track. My point is both our dogs are dead after <laughs> after the house sitting. You killed my dog. You were jealous because I have a dog and you don't. Well, now we've both got no dogs. So yeah, I know. We're happy to just call it even? No, you <laughs> killed my dog. I think we should bring up the, uh, the diagnosis that dog probably had cancer. Yes. Just in case anyone's listening to this podcast, <laughs> oh, yeah. like Ben's really a monster. <laughs> I know. I don't think Ben actually did do anything wrong. It was just really bad luck. So yeah, if you're listening, no, the dog was probably quite ill or had a stroke. The other thing that you didn't tell me is you've got a, a bird. Oh yeah, haha. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> did it speak to you? Just screamed a lot. Oh, okay. I do you mean the- like chirped? No, it was like a human voice <laughs> crying for help. Ah, the dog's sick. <laughs> why won't you help it? Very ah. disturbing. I don't know why you trained it to do that. <laughs> yeah, he's actually been saying that for 20 years. You weren't to know. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> I'm like, I know, I get it. The dog's sick. Like, no, oh my God, he really is. This is like one of those movies where it's like um, the bird was at the scene of the crime and he's the only <laughs> witness. And it's like, well, do we get the parrot to testify? Oh, I should. <laughs> he was fine. Yeah, Ben did it. Right. <laughs> I should ask the bird. Yeah. He saw. He can prove my innocence. <laughs> no, he'll just repeat what you said. Like, yes, Scamper, eat up the poison. <laughs> yeah, I turn on the light and I just hear like this, like, wah, wah, wah. I was like, whoa. Like, just... <laughs> Did you think it was like the really shrill police? I, it just like took me by surprise right. because you mentioned like, hey, feed the dog. There was nothing about the bird. Well, like, you don't need to do anything about the bird. Yeah, but I feel like in my mind... There's only one animal because right. I've only got instructions for one animal. You don't need to do anything for the bird. You just need to clean its cage and feed it seed. And well, that wasn't anything you needed to do in one day. Yeah, I assume it had like a seed bell or something right. to tie it over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a, I was gone for a day. I also want to make that clear. Like I was literally, it's not like I was like, see you later, Ben. And went for six weeks and my dog died. I was gone overnight. No, I just think that like you warned me about the stacks of newspapers right. and the excessive jackets. Well, there wasn't any stacks of newspaper, I don't think. You, you know. Again, you're painting it as like a hoarder's house. I, she doesn't like, it's not like you're wading through stacks of newspaper. It's just a lot of 
stuff. Right, I was exaggerating. I wasn't there long enough to analyze every single pile. I felt sorry for the Roomba. I got scared by the bird and I fed the dog. I was out of there. But my point is, there was a lot of stuff. You yes. warned me that I might get trapped under the piles right. of whatever it was, newspaper or not. Because the bird's normal and he's not going to do anything to you. The bird's the, like the only thing we've got going for us. But it's, it's very much like out of a a horror movie or something like you hear a bump and you're like what was that like you're already in an unfamiliar setting sure i think just the next person that you're asking to feed your you know look after your house or animals or whatever you got well, i can't do that anymore because you killed my dog <laughs> obviously it's not happening anytime, anytime soon, soon but you just got to make them aware of all these things because it just took, caught me by surprise as well. oh i'm sorry yeah. that house is definitely haunted though actually <laughs> how so well like like you said it's constant bumps in the night could it be um Long forgotten friends trapped under the piles of junk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was my dog's soul screaming out for oh, revenge. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It could be the house like groaning under the sheer weight of what it contains. <laughs> I just said it's the central heating because I didn't want to get up and investigate. Probably for the best. But there was definitely a lot of unexplainable noises while I was there. Just in the last few days that you were like visiting or like yeah. when you were a child living oh, there? When I was a kid, it was horrifying. It wasn't noises. There's some obvious trick. I don't know how it occurs. Like if you have the window open in a certain position and the air conditioner or heating on at a certain temperature or something, mm. it sounds like someone is in my closet breathing. <laughs> like it's horrendous. I'll never forget the awful childhood that I've had. And you've like, I assume you've investigated at some point. You're like, I'm just going to, you know, double check. Well, so many times I like laid in bed, scared stiff. Yeah. I mean, like that, I just can't think of anything more terrifying than hearing breathing in the closet. Right. Like I always had the central heating unit in my closet. Right. Just because I think like when the house was built, my bedroom was the master bedroom. Sure. And uh, so every so often, like, I guess the gas would ignite. And you just hear like this, yeah. And like that always freaked people out that weren't familiar with it. <laughs> but Did I, you, you didn't warn me of that when I house sat. Were you sleeping in my bedroom? I don't think so. Well, there you go. But yeah, these are the things like, I guess you don't really think about after no. you've been living there for too long, but breathing might've oh, <laughs> put I never, me up a little bit. Yeah. I never let it go. I'm like, mum came up or dad or someone came up with this like, oh yeah, it's the like perfect storm of this, this and that. No. Mm. It's not. Yeah, they, they blame the air conditioner, but you definitely uh, got to double check these things. Yeah, no, I, I'm i convinced. But anyway. The other thing that like I was trying to work out is you sent me a photo of like, here's the dog food. It's on the bench and like just to show me where it was sure. basically. I mean, I tried, but like you obviously I left out bird information that was vital. I walk in and I was reading your instructions. Like you'd kind of texted me a series of messages describing... Mm-hmm where the food was and where the dog was, all that kind of stuff. And the first thing you wrote was like, hey, the kitchen's Go to the left. left of the entrance. Right, which is a mistake, which I later corrected and said, actually, sorry, right. Right, but when I was just reading the back, I just went left because that was what the first message said. Yeah. And there's also like another, another kitchen. kitchen there, which I didn't realise. And so I guess obviously because it was like the same house, the taps are the same. And sure. so I was like holding up this photo to <laughs> the, you know, the you all, I've been environment. surprised because you always explore the map. Well, I, I guess I ended up doing so. <laughs> well, usually you're the kind of guy that explores everywhere before solving the puzzles. Well, so it's, also, it's also one of these things like I'm in, you know, someone else's house. I didn't want to go poking around too much. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I could... Again, surprises me. I was thinking there'd be some sort of practical lull when I got back, but there was nothing. 
No, I didn't even think of that really, but I was short on time. Right, true. But yeah, like it was just weird. I'm like, it's one. It's like you're in Bizarro World because <laughs> I can see like the taps and the drain board. There's like a table in front of I the... I even left like the same dishes. There was like a... <laughs> well, you almost did. Like there was <laughs> a roll of paper towel, but it was in like a slightly different place. <laughs> and like, okay, so it's like, all right, they just moved the paper towel. Like that's my instinct rather than they've got two kitchens. <laughs> Like, why do you have two kitchens? Like, 10 metres apart as well. <laughs> it's like it's like your house was built and then just split down the middle or something. <laughs> Maybe, I think it was. I'm pretty sure we bought it from, like, a divorcing couple. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the I Love Lucy uh, it, it episode is. taken to the nth degree. I feel like it is, because if you actually do split the house in half, you both get a house. Oh, okay. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like... <laughs> they painted a line down the middle. Well, like they built it with the intention of um, maybe renting it out between multiple people or something. So I don't know why it was built that way. We didn't build it. But the reason why we moved in with it like that is because my grandma had her own side. So she could sort of have her own house and privacy if she mm, wanted it. Okay. But it turns out she didn't. So <laughs> and we just never used it. She used our kitchen yeah, anyway. I know. But the theory was like if grandma... So her bedroom and bathroom and kitchen and lounge room were all past that door. Yeah. So in theory, if she wanted to still essentially, like it's like a granny flat, I guess, in a way, but it's attached. To yeah, the rest gotcha. Of the house. Okay, that makes a bit. That's more why sense. we did it. As to why it got built that way is a mystery. <laughs> I don't think I. Uh, maybe they had like a college age child or something and wanted to give them their privacy. That's but essentially, it's like a second house. Yeah, it's just funny because it's like. I guess it's sort of private, but it's not enough privacy. Like you, no, envision- it's like it's not as if it's like a a granny flat in the backyard, right. or Like the basement. It's still like very much connected oh, to the rest of the exceedingly house. Exceedingly so, <laughs> yes. I mean, Do you want to know what I think is outrageous with this house? Yeah. The house that we have. I oh. mean, there's so many things. Guess how many showers are in that house? Okay, I'm gonna go. Well, if there's, if it's at least two houses that are pretty right. much identical. I'm going to say you need at least one in each. Sure. If it's an outlandish amount, two in each. So four four showers? Five showers? Five showers. You say the house is like split identically. Oh, it's not identical. No. But the, one, just, the flat side of... is much smaller. Okay. But it has everything you need for a house. Yeah. We had at like my parents' house an acre property. And for like the majority of the time that I lived there, we had one toilet. <laughs> like finally after I think we've Years been, of begging Yeah like after <laughs> I reckon it's been 20 years That we lived in that house now Yeah No you had two The ensuite. You just weren't allowed to use it No no we There's a toilet in your parents ensuite. Now there is When did that get put there? In the last year Really? Yeah uh-huh. So like Yeah we If that was If there was a toilet there Everyone would have loved to use it <laughs> It took us 20 years to get that extra toilet. So now by the time mum's finally thinking of selling it, we're up to three toilets. Well, okay. But like the last two were built in the last like five years. We have less toilets than showers. Well, that's the other thing. Like we were all right with showers. Did you ever use all five at once? Like did you? Not just you. Quite far was yeah. I like running between them? I just let them all run. I was like, look what we can do. I am Poseidon. <laughs> no, like you invited all your friends over for. Well, that's what I was trying to work out. I was like, this house, it was built in the 50s. Yeah. We moved in in the 80s, but I think a lot of things were put in in the 70s. And I was like, I, whatever happened in this house, A, it caused a divorce. 
and B looking at this house. <laughs> Why do you think the house because caused of a, the divorce? I'll get there. Okay. This house was obviously some sort of wild 70s party house. Yeah. We had a pool, a sauna, a spa, five showers, two kitchens. Oh, you got a shower Three off living pool. rooms. Three living rooms? Yeah. Yeah, that's excessive. <laughs> I saw a... Um, two dining rooms. I saw a, a floor plan for a friend's house that they just bought. Right. They had a dining room and a rumpus room. And I was like, ooh, I need that. <laughs> you had that? Yeah, but not in the house I bought. Like, I'm talking no, like okay. friends our age. Sure. Like, in this apartment... We've got like one shed, like, you know, room. Yeah, space. Room. Like, I don't even want to say living room. <laughs> no. It's just, yeah, it's you're everything. right. It's the room. <laughs> We've got bedroom and room. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, they've got two. That's twice as many as us. Like, no, living we have your life. The front room, the back room, and then Nana's living room. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's how we rolled in the early 80s. The I late guess. 80s. Wow. I, yeah, again, it was like, what, the best economic times of the last 100 years, wasn't it, the 80s? I mean, I'm not going to look it up, so sure. I'm pretty sure. And then the 90s, there was a recession. I'm pretty sure, like, the 80s were the bit, like the most prosperous period in the last 100 years. We can afford extra rooms for Nana. Yeah, I guess. And so why do you think it caused the divorce? Because it was a wild party house, obviously. You think things got too wild? Well, why do you need a spa and a sauna and a pool and five showers if you're not having a wild party every night? Good point. Like, no, I've never invited five friends over to all have a shower at once. But yeah, what, so do you reckon you ever got up to four showers in use at once? Or is it the kind of thing where it's no, like... No, uh, maybe two, possibly <laughs> three. Is, is it the kind of thing where you turn on one tap and then the person in the shower screams because the water's like too cold now? Yes, but you can both take showers at once, seemingly. Okay. You can't flush the toilet. Mm, that's I'm not sure why that is. I mean, it's just whatever's on the same system, I guess. Um, it's the toilet and one of the showers. They burn you alive. Yeah, so like my um, my sister always used to wail from the bathroom whenever the uh, kitchen sink was run and she was in the shower. You just, you know, you don't know she's in the shower until you hear like, fuck! <laughs> from the other room, you're like, sorry. Heat or cold? What happened? I think it went scalding hot. Yeah, that's the same. Yeah. When you flush the toilet, it went scalding hot. <laughs> but no, it would have to be the perfect storm of my one of my parents using the ensuite, my grandma using the bathroom, me using my bathroom, and I guess two people needing to <laughs> two, shower two, after the pool. Two guests. <laughs> two guests yeah. who are using the pool and sauna needing to shower. Yeah, I um, my dad showed me plans of a house that he wanted to build in Fiji. Oh my gosh. And uh, so he bought like a coconut plantation yes. for anyone unfamiliar and it's got no buildings on it. There was like a shack mm. for a caretaker, I guess. And the plan was to build like this holiday house, I guess. Right. But when I envision a holiday house, it's like, you know, somewhere to stay for a weekend. Like it doesn't have to be No, you don't fly this... over to Fiji for the weekend though. Yeah. Well, cause it's true, but it's the most remote place in the freaking planet like right to get there you have to take at least two airplanes one of them's like you know a small you have to get shot up into space and then parachute back down <laughs> pretty much yeah um yeah at least two airplanes and then like an hour you know full drive ride from like one of the main airports it's like it's a whole to do sure and the floor plans was like more impressive than our house that we live in grew here. Up in. Yeah. yeah and so there was like i think four- was it based off my house it sounded like it. There was like four or five bedrooms. Jeez. Oh, yeah. But that, again, we had several children in my family. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, who, like, it's so difficult to get to. What are the chances that 
Like five people all want to go at not once. Not just five people, but five couples. Yeah, like five, well, t- I guess five people who won't be able to share a room with one another yeah. for whatever reason. And that they can't sleep on the bed, on, yeah. the, on the sofa. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So it's five people who demand their own bedrooms. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what's the scenario that this is going to happen? It's like, oh, you know, one for me and your mum, one yeah, for your sense. sister, one for you. And what, and two one, for luck? And then one for your grandparents. And I'm like... God, like my grandma hasn't <laughs> moved from the house in 10 years. Yeah. What do you think she's, she's going what, to be? 95? Yeah. 95? I mean, she's around, she's in her 90s anyway. Yeah. That is quite the But assumption. even so, that leaves two, one for luck. No, there's four rooms. Four rooms. Yeah, okay, you said five. I got confused. No, so like there's four beds, I think, on the plan. Sure. It's been a while since I've seen it. And then... Four bathrooms? There was a lot of bathrooms. There was TVs coming out of the <laughs> bottom of... You know, the beds. Oh, okay. I'm like, we don't even have that at our house. Like, can we get that first? <laughs> Put it in my Melbourne apartment. Yeah. There was there was a library. I'm Would like, you have moved out if that was your real house? Would I have, like, what do you mean? Like, if your Eltham house, or re- what do you call it, research? Oh, right. House was the Fiji house. Well, Would you have ever moved out? Well, the house that I grew up in, I, I didn't move out because I was, like, not impressed with the house. Like... <laughs> It, was, it had a pool <laughs> with solar heating. I don't think that's why people move out yeah. in general. They're like, no, I can do better on I my just, shitty graduate way. Right. Mum and dad. I was 20- Thanks for everything. <laughs> now suck it, you shitty house. I'm out. I was 26 years old and it's like, well, it's probably time, time. to not be mm-hmm. here. And, uh, but what if it was all awesome? It's also location. Like, I love living in the city. Sure. And it's not like, you know, dad's... Fijian party house was going to be anywhere <laughs> close to civilization. No, but yeah, the most ridiculous thing was it had a library. I'm like, do you know That's how not ridiculous? It's so stupid. Do you know how heavy books are? Oh, you got to like fly them over. Yeah, let alone like e-books are a thing now. Like, you can put your. He's got like a huge library downstairs. Yeah, just that you can, can all fit on your iPhone. Exactly, the entire thing. Right, like this. I is... think he just got drunk on the power. Oh, definitely. <laughs> And anything, like, takes time over there. Fiji time is what sure. they call it. So It won't be ready until your children's children are oh, born. Absolutely. They'll enjoy it. Like, so maybe that's why I had five bedrooms. He's like, generations from now, <laughs> I'll be the forebearer to, like, many... <laughs> yeah, all my uh, offspring and right. their offspring will exactly. need to be able to grow up here. Maybe we can train them to be builders and actually finish <laughs> this place. <laughs> Yeah, because like I, I've got friends that build a house. It takes like a decade. Oh, it's the it always worst. runs over schedule. <laughs> like you want to try and build that here, and it's going to take five years. <laughs> Doing that in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Good luck. Well, what's amusing though is that we were really poor when I was growing up. Way poorer than your family. Well, look at you now. You got three rumpus rooms. No, we always had those. <laughs> like that's what's confusing. But- I'm like, how did you buy this? Like I just don't. Firstly, why? But also how? <laughs> it's what they always say. It's the one thing they're not making any more of, rumpus rooms. <laughs> <laughs> not in that house. There's no room. <laughs> There's probably room for one next to the sauna, I suppose. Yeah, maybe you were poor because you are buying too many Roombas. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's probably because we spent all the money on mortgage. No, I, I assume it's because like now the equivalent of where we grew up mm. is like Doreen. That was like the countryside. Like I could buy a house like that in Doreen probably or like even further out, like Whittlesea. Mm, not that this will mean much if you're not from Melbourne. It's like you have a really nice house in Queens. Okay. <laughs> the Bronx? I don't know. I mean, or like Brooklyn 10 years ago. But I still get people that think 
the Eltham is the sticks. Really? Like I had a, a problem with my car, so I called the RACV a few mm-hmm. weeks ago when I was um, visiting my parents. And the guy came out and he's like, oh, did you get phone reception out here? I'm like, where do you think we are right now? <laughs> I know you want to call for help. Phone reception. We're not on Is Rock. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. No, no, we're at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Yeah. So, <laughs> since we're on the topic of cleaning out the house, sure. I did want to get to this. I've been selling a bunch of things on eBay. Great. Lately, thanks for not running any of them by me. I might have wanted them. I did actually. You know, I love junk. Just uh, video games. How's that going? <sighs> Facebook groups are way better. You've made a mistake, my friend. No, I don't think that any, every time that I do this kind of stuff, right. I guess I kind of forget how oh, harrowing it yeah. is. Like you get the ridiculous questions. Is that what you're getting at? And like the ridiculous requests. That's part of it. Right. Like, could you deliver this inside a farm pig and inside that farm pig, it has swallowed a chicken, which the product is inside. Yeah. It, it's like. Also, I'm not playing for postage. <laughs> <laughs> like I've sold. Bits and pieces on eBay. This sure. was certainly the most all-in I've ever gone. Okay. It's the worst. I hate selling stuff online. Yeah. It's like I'll meet you at midnight in the Barossa Valley. Don't bring a flashlight. Yeah. It's always like that when they want to do pickup. I'm like, no pickups. Yeah. So I specifically said no pickups and people are trying to be like, hey, can I pick this up in person? No. And Because I hate you. Yeah. Like with one, one of the people that I'm like, all right, fine. Like, you, they already paid, including, like, paid for shipping. Yeah. And so, they're like, hey, can I pick it up? I'm like, well, I guess I get an extra five bucks out of this. So, yes. Fine, you can pick it up. Oh, no. Then, like, weeks go by and they're like, oh, sorry, can you just send it to me? It's like stuff like that. It's just like, <laughs> quit messing me around. But anyway, that's, like, the least of the problems. When I, like, the first few times that I did this kind of thing, I was like, I'll ship internationally. Madness. So then, you never ship internationally. Well, so I've learned, but... It was my thinking was like, like widen the pool. I, yeah, like more people will be able to see it. I was selling like digital video game codes that I had, and so sure, like, so they they just emailed them. Yeah, I guess. right. So I'm like, well, maybe there's some hassle if you have to create an Australian account, that kind of thing. Sure, but it's not impossible to do. I told everyone like, hey, this, this is, is an Australian code. Yeah, I got like a guy from Spain like hitting me up trying to complain about how he couldn't how, how like the game hadn't arrived. I'm like, it's digital. It's digital, It my says friend. it like five times, like in the heading of the, you know, the listing, the eBay selling right. thing. It says it in the thing, like in the description. The guy couldn't understand English. Oh, I'm like, well, what? why are you buying... Why did you do this? Yeah, why are you buying shit that you don't understand the language of, first of all? But, all right, I'm like... I'll go all the way out. I have a friend who knows Spanish. I got him right, to like... to like craft the email Yeah, back. to translate. Eddie? Like, yeah, and like, it. this is how you do it. Yeah, I sent it off. I'm like, I'm going to be a hero to this guy. I <laughs> sort out a translator. Then like a week later, he's like, hey, the game still hasn't come. I'm like, you're, you're, this, this guy's you're the worst. dumb because I wrote to you in Spanish. Uh, yeah, it's like, not a language barrier. Yeah, I, I, the people just don't read it, I guess. I don't know. But like, I wonder if like, does Amazon get this kind of hassle? <laughs> like, I assume they get a few customers. I think eBay brings it out in people. Yeah, like, seemingly. Because everyone's trying to get a deal. And like this stuff that I'm selling... A lot of it I put up for sale for like 99 cents. Right. And that's what it's going for? Yeah. Like my, and my hope was, all right, I'll start it off low and then people, people will get sucked it. in. Yeah. And then I end up selling like a bunch of videos. It's like 99 cents. Ugh. I'm like, well, fuck. Like it's the time that I spent uploading photos and 
taking this to the post office. <laughs> so not worth it. I might it. as well just set them on fire. Right. It'd be more enjoyable. So like I'm going to read you like feedback and stuff that I've Great. gotten. And just remember that this is like, for example, this first one. It's from Ian. He bought Mirror's Edge. It's a PlayStation 3 game. Is Ian meant to mean something to me? It's my uncle's name. It might, <laughs> is that if, what you mean? If, if your what do you uncle's, mean it's from Ian? I'm just, you know, it's from, I just, so you can associate it with some. Oh, right. No, that seemed, I thought that was a clue to expect something. No, if, okay. if your uncle's playing a copy of Mirror's Edge, you can like punch oh, him for I, I me. will. But I'm like, what is it? Is there something about Ian's I need to know to get the story? No, I just, uh, you know, so people know that this is. They can know who to hate. I, was like, okay. oh, I knew it was going to be the Ian. local Ian. All the Ians I know are dicks. He bought Mirror's Edge mm. for six dollars twenty-five. Quite cheap. Five dollars of that was postage. Wow. So very cheap. A dollar twenty-five essentially is what he's right. paid for this video yeah. game. I keep all my games in like pristine condition. They're pretty good. I like. I played this one. I put it back in the case and then I never touched it again. Like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it was basically sealed like Fry and Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> like on the condition you have to like on the website, you have to list what condition it's in. There's like brand new, which is no, if it's like in You've packaging. never touched it. Right. And then it's a like new is the next one. Do you go like new? It is like new. It was in perfect condition. Ooh. You can look at these photos. You can see what the thing looks like. All right. Okay. So if you're, if you are not happy with it, it's your fault because you saw the photos. Okay. He's, he wrote, Okay, but not like new. Like, what the <laughs> fuck you, Ian? It's exactly like new. I don't know what you're anticipating. It's There's not a scratch on it. It's this game. It's like I just unwrapped it from the foil <laughs> and then sent it to you. Goddamn idiot. James. James okay. bought Burnout Paradise for $10. Do you know anyone called James? I know a few James. You got an uncle called James? No. He paid $5 and $5 postage. He wrote, good eBayer, postage a bit slow, but could be Australia Post's fault. Who else's fault is it going to be? I don't own, like, own some kind of shipping company. No, like, he probably made because he didn't post it right away. I posted it right away. But he doesn't know that. By the way, he got it like a week after it came. <laughs> I've, I, my aunt sent me a DVD the other week. It took like two weeks to arrive from, like, she lives like an hour away. <laughs> the guy got it like in half that time and he's complaining. <laughs> Donna. She paid $5.99. 99 cents of that was the actual item. Wow. The rest is postage. I, she paid on the 1st of May. I sent it on the 2nd of May. On like this one, like it took, you know, a little while. Like it took a week for it to arrive. And she opened a dispute. Oh, wow. Which is like this kind of thing that's like, well, I'm taking this to the top. Like that's going to like the eBay police. <laughs> it was what like, did the eBay police say? Well, here's the thing. Like, there's once you open a dispute, you've got like a few days before they step in, right? And so it's like, hey, if you guys can settle this in the next few days, then you know we won't need to like rule our judgment. Sure. And so before the you know a few days were over, she closed the dispute. That means it arrived. <laughs> like she's just like, hey, I still haven't got my uh, game, and I'd like. I asked her, like, I'm, I reply, I'm like, hey, is this your address to double check? Yeah. She doesn't reply. She oh, just, like, wow. opened a dispute. Like, Donna, I hate you. <laughs> Rowan, Rowan, this guy is the worst. Okay. He bought Gears of War. It's like oh, a limited, great game. It's a limited collector's edition. So really? Like, Jeez, you know, and you got rid of it. I'm just trying to sell, like, all this shit that, I, you know, I don't have room for, basically. Sure. It's a good game, but I was willing to let it go for, like, 15 bucks. Okay, and that's what it went for? <sighs> Plus shipping, yeah. Okay. The lady at the post office noticed that the postcode didn't match the suburb that he had given me. Okay. So he gave me the wrong suburb, first of all. Ugh. She, like, 
noticed this, thankfully. And so I Googled it and I found... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Googled it and I found... found the right one. Yeah, what he like should have written. He complains a few days later. He's like, hey, the package never arrived, presumably because unit one was not included in my post-its address. I'm wondering where the item is currently. I don't know, Rowan. <laughs> you didn't put your right address in it. So I don't know where it is either. What the fuck? Like uh, the audacity of this guy. Wow. He also opened a fucking claim. Yeah. If eBay police step in, who do you think they're going to like side with? The guy who paid and shipped the game that you bought or the guy who <laughs> twice got his address wrong? You fucking idiot, Rowan. <laughs> Hey, what all happened? Of what happened? It's still somewhere. I haven't got it back. What did the email police oh, say? God, like, so currently he's messaging me on a daily basis going, hey, did the game arrive? Like, because I put my return address, so I'm like, hopefully... It'll come back. It'll come back because it's undeliverable. This made-up address does not exist. Sure. That hasn't happened yet. As I said, like, it took my aunt, like, weeks to just send a package, like, two suburbs away. It's not going to happen quickly if they have to, like, fumble around going... Where's this place that doesn't exist? Yeah. All right, we'll or they've it delivered it to the actual address. Yeah, or they could deliver it to the wrong address. Like, And that person's like, sweet, guess what? Yeah, so well, who, who knows? Like, hopefully, like the worst case that happens. Again, he's spent 20 bucks but, and he's hassling someone every day. But like now I've got to deal with this. No, like, but what you, I'm saying is he's only 20, spent 20 bucks. Yeah, but it's in, he's in my life now. I don't want Rowan in my no, life. I'm not. I'm just saying, why is he so vehement about this if he only spent 20 bucks? Well, also keep in mind, like, Donna was asking for a refund. It's $6. <laughs> Five of that was shipping. And she's like, this is... She's like, hey, can you give me a refund so I can either... So I can just buy the game again, like, from someone else, presumably. Yeah. I'm like, this is a 10-year-old game. You're not like, going to get this. Well, just wait a week. See if it shows up. <laughs> You've been waiting 10 years. You've waited 10 years. Give it a week before you open a fucking, you know, whatever you call it. Oh, my God. It makes me so Maybe angry. Maybe she just really needed to play it. She's like, I can't wait any longer. I waited this long and now it's, you well, know. Maybe that was like what broke up her family or something. Good. She's like, he was like, You're an idiot, we can be together so long as you never play, what is it, Mirror's Edge? That one is Rainbow Six. Oh. As long as you never play Mir- like Rainbow Six, this marriage will last. And then finally after 10 years, she broke and was like, I can't. <laughs> I can't go on board it. Now she's like, I broke up my marriage for this, Ben. Where's yeah. my $6 Mirror's Edge game? Every, every day her husband's like, oh, I don't see Rainbow Six. She's like, it's on its way. <laughs> <laughs> it's Australia Post's fault, maybe. <laughs> or maybe it's that guy's made-up delivery service that he claims to have. Did you send them the code that it was on its way? That one was like, these are all physical copies. Jeez. So like, no, I mean, like, but do they know you posted it right the next day? Yeah, like you on the on eBay you, you say... You like marketers posted. Yeah. And I, I, po- I marked it as soon as it was sent out. Like, I'm doing my part here. So I, s- I sold like, I don't know, maybe like 20, 30 packages. See, now, often you, as you know, I worry about being a jerk. But I just realized I'm a dream. Like, I've gotten items and I'm like, oh, this is really not at all what I expected. And yeah. didn't look like this at all in the pictures. But right. I'm like, oh, well, my bad. Five stars. Thanks. Looks great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, and- I don't even really check. And anybody's like... Oh, what do you think of this? I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. Like maybe like four stars and be like, it's fine. Not quite as described, but that would be like if I bought jeans and received a cat. (laughs) (laughs) I can't be like, oh, not quite as described, but I'm very happy. Thanks. But like you can't live your life like this. If you are complaining about every little thing to this degree, you're going to drive yourself insane. Right. Like I don't think I could 
have the mental energy to follow up on a Gears of War game every day. And I'm like, I bought an iPhone online, yeah, and that was once a week. I was following up, <laughs> and that was a month late. Yeah, right. Like, and that was still once a week, a month late. <laughs> yeah, I got scammed on eBay. Like, I bought something that just didn't show up, and then the people's account got shut down. I never got my money back. This was like in the early days. Like right. nowadays, I think through PayPal you can yeah, recoup it. Right. Yeah, but it was like. 150 bucks Ooh. and it was like you know when i was like 15 i didn't have 150 That's bucks yeah even i was just like oh well lesson learned yeah like i want that 150 <laughs> bucks back uh, but also like the process to get that 150 bucks back i know is gonna be so ridiculous and time consuming that even then it wasn't worth my time and effort <laughs> i ch- chalked it up to a learning lesson you know right i'm like uh these people arguing over five dollars <laughs> you're insane and like i might bitch about them on a podcast behind their back but to their face in those ebay exchanges i'm so pleasant <laughs> well i just realized how pleasant i am in, on ebay i don't know how you do all the uh you do like these facebook like meet right. and greets where you're always buying clothes, clothes but mostly like everything's the wrong size and <laughs> you have to meet in shady alleyways like that's too much for me i don't i couldn't be bothered with that i love it like if i can make a few bucks i'm good yeah but like the main reason i use ebay is because like i can just get stuff that i can't get anywhere else yeah i'm just i love buying things <laughs> and they're cheap but don't you find like the money you save by buying secondhand clothes online, mm. you, you kind of waste it because you can't like try it on beforehand. It could be this Q skirt, Ben. <laughs> what if it's my Q skirt? It's true. The other thing I didn't realize is mm. people, people buy stuff and then they just won't pay for it for like weeks. I usually would message and I'd explain. One person did that. And I wouldn't leave it longer than a week. I'd message and be like, is it all right if I pay next week? It's payday then. Yeah. Like, I assume that's what the case is. But so many of these people, like, up until they commit to buying it or, like, you know, the auction runs out or whatever. Right. They're, like, messaging you every day. <laughs> just like, hey, like, can you throw in a few games extra? Really? Like, everyone's trying to make a deal. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it's, like, totally... I've never messaged a seller to ask if I could get more stuff. Apparently, it's, like... A thing. A very common thing because really? I, got, I got people trying to get me to sell their software and stuff for them because I just, I must have put up so many listings all at once. It's like, hey, this guy spends his day selling software. Why don't you become like an associate of mine and start selling Microsoft Office? You should have. After dealing with these people, <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> but yeah, like everyone was trying to make deals like outside of eBay, which they're obviously onto because. I didn't know this, but I like gave someone my phone number to try and coordinate it and eBay like shuts it down. They're like, hey, it seems like you're, it's like the Clippy guy from Oh, Word. wow. It it's like, like you're trying to scam the system. Really? Like, yeah. That it's like you're going to do a deal offline. Right. You can't give someone your email. Well, you can't give someone your phone number that you haven't. Verified through. No, like before a transaction has been finished. So people will like, they'll be in contact every day. Yeah. Making deals, like trying to like, you know, bargain Throw you this down. this in, like, how yeah. about this? Right. Like sweeten the pot. Right. And then when you finally agree to something, they'll buy it. And then it's like, they just drop off the face of the earth. <laughs> and then maybe like two weeks later, they'll pay for it. And it's like, okay, I guess I'll send it out now. Right. But if like, you could easily just be like, oh, hey, I'll pay you a few days from now. Because it really does seem like it's like, all right, well, now what? Like, 
did they like back out of the deal and they don't want to do it? I don't know. The whole thing is. I mean, it's it's not good. Yeah. It's no bueno. Anyway, you mentioned that. It is in the, fact our anniversary. The Rambleversary, anniversary. I think we should celebrate. I mean, I was wondering. I uh, I put together a bit of a game. Oh, yay. Um, I call this the Insane Ramblings Under Over game. Okay. It's very literal. Under Rover? Under Over. Ah, oh, I was going to say, well, I can't. You killed my dog. <laughs> What's Under Rover? Uh, he is. He's six feet under. Yeah, pretty much. I came up with this game because I was creating the website. Sure. And you know, in like the file browser, you can like search. And if you type in like a keyword, right. it'll just like bring find. up files. Yeah. I, uh, I think I was like trying to control F and find <laughs> monkey. Okay. But it like. Why? I, I can't remember. You wanted to see the second biggest monkey head you've ever seen? No, again? I think like, you know, I was like browsing the internet while I was making the website. You're right. And I like, I needed to find something about monkeys and coincidentally actually ah. searched our entire. I mean, who isn't looking <laughs> for monkey pictures? It might've been because. Sweet afternoon lols. Well, cause in like one of the most recent episodes we had that monkey picture from like, we were talking about your Thailand trip and my Cambodia sure. trip and monkeys and all that kind of stuff. And so like, for whatever reason, it came up with the whole list of episodes that we talked about monkeys. Mm-hmm. Is it a lot? It was more than I thought. <laughs> I'm like we've oh. been doing this for a while, like eight years down, about 160-ish episodes if you include the prop shows all. Right. Yeah. Probably. probably yeah. And clo- get cereal, I guess. Cl- yeah, closer to uh, 200. Closer to 180 if you include like get cereal and the Tokyo Summer Party and, like, and stuff. Let's plays. Right. So uh, yeah, it's getting up there. Mm. We can syndicate. Indeed. So I was surprised by how many times we talked about monkeys. <laughs> I thought, what else have we talked about a lot? Yeah. And so the game here is. I'm going to give you a keyword. Most of these are commonly insane ramblings topics and common, oh, right. common okay. insane ramblings stuff that topics. comes up a lot. Yeah, and my dad has yeah. got to be number one. He's on the list. Yeah, and so things like that. I will uh, give you a number, and you have to tell me whether we talked about it more or less oh, than right. that amount of times. Oh. The way that because this isn't like a hundred percent accurate. Like, no, I don't have notes on every little <laughs> thing that we talked about, but. The way that I did it is in the... Searching um, the show notes? Yeah. So if, if we mention monkeys in the show notes or in like the image gallery, then that counts. It counts. Okay. So the kind of topic that we mentioned in passing might not make it to the show notes, but sure. the big ticket items usually <laughs> get listed. There. I mean, if you want to dispute one listener, feel free to write in. Exactly. So uh, I thought we'll start with monkeys because that's where I started. Okay. So do you think we talked about monkeys more or less than six times on I'd the show? I'd say more. Ding, ding. We talked about monkeys 10 times. Wow, that's a lot more. <laughs> or at least but in 10 episodes. Was some of that like Monkey Island? Yeah, probably. Okay, because uh, again, classic. Sure, but I mean, we don't talk about Monkey Island <laughs> that much, do we? <laughs> so the first time we talked about monkeys was in episode six. Oh yeah, what we about? Monkey escape plans. I don't remember that at No, all. me neither. Nah. But I mean, it shows because the most recent episode is 131 when we're talking about the Cambodia show. Sure. Trip. Essentially, the entire span of the podcast <laughs> brought is, up monkeys. Yeah, we've been there's monkey monkeys. content at every turn. Exactly, uh, cop rock. That was like a quite a popular topic oh, early back in on. The day, yeah, uh, for those. I still haven't watched it. Have you? I saw like maybe one song on YouTube, and I was unimpressed. Ah, oh, I've got to get around to that. <laughs> for anyone unfamiliar, that was like a short running musical drama. Crime drama. Yeah, crime drama. And we were trying to make it more episodes in Cop Rock. I think they got to 11 episodes. Yeah. So our goal was to do at least 11 episodes we of the podcast. We didn't have a heavy bet on ourselves at the beginning. I don't know. you got to like 
small Set achievable goals. Yeah. It's a smart goal. And so now we've done like, what, like 15 times the amount of Cop Rock episodes. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. So uh, do you think we did, we talked about Cop Rock more or less than nine times? Oh, more? I was going to say like 50. <laughs> we talked about it in 10 episodes, apparently. Oh, it really cool. dropped off after the first few. Well, I guess because we beat it. Yeah. We're like, well, that's done. Right. We're still up against the news, which has been going since, I guess... Yeah, we, we, TV begin, we haven't got more episodes of the news, that's true. <laughs> than the news. So the first time we talked about it was episode four. Mm-hmm. And the most recent time was 39 when I we did a segment a few times called Obscure Cop Rocks Sightings. Oh, yeah. And yep. um, there was a cracked article, apparently, about that Cop mentioned Rock. Cop Rock. Yeah. Mangoes. How many times have we talked about mangoes? That's a lot as well. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I drew on that mango. Like, yep. I love mangoes. <laughs> Um, they're delicious. All right. So <laughs> three so, reasons. So you, okay. uh, under or over three, you think over. Over. It's actually under. What? As so the time as, I drew on that mango. Yep. That, that was episode 11. Yeah. The, and is that it? Vicky and Amelia in the Great Mango Heist. That was quite fun. And that was apparently the only time we're really? talking about mangoes. Like, it's possible it just I didn't think, make it to the show. Yeah, because I do like mangoes and you had a mango magic today. I love mangoes, but... I just it didn't come up on the podcast That's a even shame. today. <laughs> Something so passionate not being mentioned. Well, at least now we've rectified it as two in yeah. all this uh, the run. We bookended it. That's true. Hugh Jackman. Oh, a lot. Under or over five mentions. Over. Mm. Under. Really? Because he was in like the freaky hybrid man, wasn't he? What does that mean? Like, don't you remember my perfect man? It oh. was like all those people combined. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so we had like him and was John Safran oh, no. and I can't Maybe Jackman wasn't in the end. I think Herman Rorschach. Herman was Rorschach, uh, John Safran. I made like a Photoshop amalgamation of who Vicky's perfect Hamish man would Blake? be. Hamish Blake? Isn't there? I'll, I'll repost it in the uh, episode. I mean, he's a horrible freak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, more for me. So, we talked about him in episode one. Oh. It was, apparently we talked about Hugh Jackman was making it? men feel bad, just presumably because he's such a great man. Just existing. Yeah. But as far as I can tell, the most recent episode was the Prop Shows or episode 31, where the Flash forms a buddy cop team with Hugh Jackman's character <laughs> from Swordfish. I love that movie. It's not just, you know, you start reading that sentence and you're like, right. it's going to be the Flash with and Wolverine. Wolverine. They're like, no, no, him and the guy from Swordfish. What, <laughs> do they both hack really fast? I guess so. I love Swordfish. What a film. It's up there. It's up there with Made in Manhattan. <laughs> Two underrated films. Who's in Made in Manhattan? Jennifer Lopez and Ray Fiennes. And she's his maid or something? She's a hotel maid. And they fall in love? Quite the romantic comedy. Yep. Oh. It's good. It's a weird underrated. top two. <laughs> Does it go swordfish? Not my two favorite <laughs> Made in Manhattan. Swim fan. <laughs> I need to rewatch Swim Fan. Maybe I was too hard on it. <laughs> Why would you associate Swordfish with Made in Manhattan? Though? Did you watch it recently? No, they're just two underrated great films that I really you just enjoyed, think that but I know are rubbish. Been talking about it enough. No, I, I know they're both terrible films, but I personally really like them. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen Swordfish, but I don't think it was terrible. I mean, it was universally panned. Really? I feel mm, okay. I enjoyed it. I mean, I feel like it's probably a little cheesy now, but yeah. I mean, at the time, I thought it was entertaining. The Bachelor. We talk about oh, The Bachelor a lot. lot. How many times have we talked about? More or less than nine? More. Gotta be. Only eight. What? Mm. 
again, like nah. this isn't 100% scientifically accurate, but according to our show notes, and I do, it is the kind of thing that I would put in there. Yeah. And that includes The Bachelorette because, you know, I just cite, search for The Bachelorette. Right, and that truncate. Mm. Yeah. That's uh, unusual. So the first time we talked about it was episode eight. Just we suggested that The Bachelor and Bachelorette should just get together. <laughs> I mean, it stands to reason. And most recently, 126 where uh, Vicky was on The Bachelorette and we talked about Alexis the Dolphin Girl. Was I on The Bachelorette? Well, we did a whole skit about it. Huh. It's a good segment. You should listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) It's on our Facebook page if you want to hear the highlights. Speaking of that, if anyone is unaware, I've been posting, you know... Little little, clippets? Yeah, Insane Rambling Sound Bites is what I've been calling them on the Facebook page. They're a good preview of the episode, but also if you want to get someone into the show, you can like share them. Uh, highlight that kind of thing quite mm. easily. Jesus. Oh, a lot. I was wondering if Jesus was going to come up. He comes up a lot. He does. Is it more or less than 10? More. Got to be. Mm. Eight times. Really? Because I feel like we're constantly talking about him. Uh, there's going to be a few that didn't make it to the show notes, but it's... I'm surprised. It's less than you would think. Uh, the first time we talked about him, we talked about the Jesus fish bottle openers. Oh, I don't remember that. Uh, kind of speaks for itself, but I don't really remember either. And most recently on one thirty, how Jesus brought the chickens back from extinction. <laughs> I don't remember that either. And apparently that was, what, five episodes ago? That was two episodes ago. Uh-huh. That was in our um, Easter Monday episode. Oh, as to how did chickens get involved. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times have we talked about starfish? A lot. <laughs> Again, a lot, I think. Why do you think a lot? Like probably four. We've talked about starfish zero times. Oh. <laughs> really? Yes. I mean, at least not enough to get into the. Really? Show notes. Huh. Why? Why have you got? It's like, I mean, if we only talked about Jesus eight times, starfish have got to be at least four. That. Yeah. <laughs> they go hand in hand, really. Uh, I do a lot of undersea content. Have you got any like starfish opinions that you've been holding back all this time? No, I'm just surprised we haven't talked about starfish more often. They're quite comical. I mean, they're all right. They can <laughs> regrow their limbs. That's always a plus. But They've got a lot going for them. I, no, we've just done a lot of undersea content. Like there's the pistol shrimp, which is an early app. There is a starfish, I'll give you this, in the, the animated yeah. Yeah, version. That's where, exactly what came to mind. Where Vicky goes to wash her dishes in the sea. Yeah. I animated a starfish in that video. <laughs> I remember that very clearly. And there's a crab. There's a crab, there's a squid of some kind or an octopus. Uh, but we didn't mention starfish in that conversation. Uh, that was just a an additional joke that I added in for... All right. So that's what came to mind. And I was like, I guess we've probably talked about that a few times. <laughs> uh, no, I'll give, you, I'll give you points for that. But uh, no, it's definitely less than one. Mm. Uh, Superman. And I included the Justice League in this because... Oh. Again, high. There was yeah, a like, whole series on like, Prop Shazel. Right. I feel like we kind of have to roll these into one because if we search for the... If we talk about the Justice League, it's talking about Superman. So think about those terms combined. Ugh. Did we talk about them in... 20. More or like... Wow. I was going to say over or under 10. Yeah, I reckon about you 20. You 20? Mm. Eight. Wow. The I don't first- know my own life. I know, like some of these things. Like I was surprised that The Bachelor was so low yeah. when Monkeys was almost <laughs> as many. Because <laughs> it feels like we're always talking about I it. I would have said The Bachelor and Jesus would be way more than Monkeys. <laughs> yeah, so the first time we talked about Superman was in episode 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, we apparently talked about Superman immigrating to Australia. 
Huh. And then most recently would have been an interesting thought corner. It was indeed, yeah. in 128. And finally, as you uh, suggested, Rodney, we have to <laughs> we have to count how many appearances 40. Rodney has made. So under or over 20? Over. Mm, 13 appearances really? from Rodney. So he's the most popular topic on the show. At least that I could... Uh, you know, come to mind like the most co- popular reoccurring topic that isn't your eye. Yes. So you didn't search Alex, Brendan, some of the other f- no, regulars but, of the show. I mean, I don't think that either of them would have made it more than Rodney. <laughs> so I'm Rodney had his own segment named after him. Did he? What was it? Rodrick. Oh, Rodrick. Do you think that's, that's why true. our podcast is not very successful? I, I could. I could have. Incl- I should have included Rodrick in that right search, and then. Um, Maybe that Rocket would increase the numbers a bit. But I don't think it would have been more than like seven additional yeah, hits. I feel like our podcast isn't very successful because we're essentially just telling stories about my dad. Hey, if... if <laughs> well, we don't know that people want it. The world... Maybe that's the problem with the podcast. Look, when Kanye West releases a new album... Yeah. It's always a weird new sound. You're like, this is unfamiliar to me. I'm scared. Yeah. I don't know if I should like this. But then you listen to it a few times you're like, this is fucking bang. It's genius, yeah. yeah. The guy knows what we want without us telling him what right. we want. Right, we didn't even know we wanted it. Yeah, and he brought it to us. Mm-hmm. And that happens consistently. Now, we've been doing that with Rodney. <laughs> the world needs Rodney. The world needs Rodney, even if it doesn't know it needs Rodney. <laughs> We're just going to keep bringing it. Eventually, people will come around to it. He's been disappointing lately. He hasn't done much. The whole, like... Panic buying soap was just a few episodes ago. <laughs> so it was. <laughs> so that was the most recent time we talked yeah. about him. And, and the first time would have been probably episode one. It was episode eight where really? we talked about um, Sea Patrol. Oh, <laughs> how much he loves it. And that's where Away Sea Boat came from. Yes. So I think those. Uh, I mean, I can give you a few of Dad's opinions of Netflix shows. I told you what he said about 13 Reasons Why, didn't I? I don't know. Remind me. It was very poignant. He was like, I've never heard my dad be so emotional. He was like, I'm sad that it's over, but I wanted to get to the end. He's like, do you know that feeling? I'm like, father, everyone knows that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he really liked 13 Reasons Why. Well, at least uh, he watched the last episode, unlike you and the OC. (laughs) Like he knows that you have to get to the end. Yeah. Well, he's like, I didn't want to get to the end, but I also did. And he had that feeling that we all have where it's like, I really wanted to know what was going to happen, but I hate that it's over. Does he know? And he thought he was the only person to ever feel that way, I think. Does he know that they're making a season two? Are they? They are indeed. They announced it. Yep. He'll be overjoyed. You can uh, tell him. You should uh, record his reaction. He'll be so happy. I will. Have him squeal like a schoolgirl. Nah, he'll say, oh, that's fine. He'll play it cool and then he'll go to his bedroom and start punching the air. Hooray. (laughs) That is Rodney all over. (laughs) That is Rodney all over. Doesn't like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, does like Arrested Development. I I think I've said this on the podcast. He guessed the Arrested Development, there's always money in the banana stand twist. It's a pretty good foresight. I couldn't believe it. I was re-watching it and George Senior says to him, there's always money in the banana stand. And then he walks off and is like, yeah, yeah, I know, whatever, the first time. Mm. And my dad's like, is this guy a moron? That guy's clearly hidden some money in that banana stand. And he'd never seen the episode before. No. Mm. I know. If only he would have been able to tell them. I know. They I said was it ablaze. blown away. I had no idea the first time I watched that show. It was such a big reveal. Yeah. I was blown away. I was like, who are you? <laughs> we should get him to <laughs> solve him some, some uh, unsolved crimes. We'll get Rodney on the cold cases. Maybe you can bring some light to us. <laughs> he, no, because he's annoyingly stubborn. Like I've told, he's told me things 
and it's obviously wrong. And he's like, no, nah, it definitely is. I'm like, no, like I can't tell you how sure I am you're wrong. And he's like, no, 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 it is. He was just right about that one time. No, that it wasn't even thing. that one thing. Like it would just be like brown bread has more, like, has less fiber than white bread. And yep. I'd be like, no, daddy, that doesn't make any sense. Like obviously it has more. And he's like, nah, nah, it's got less. I'm like, no, like, honestly, like, I'll Google it. Like, yeah, definitely I, I, I'll has. I'll give you facts. Yeah. Right. It definitely has. Like, this is not anything that's actually happened. This is just like. Yeah, for example. Right. And he's like, no, no, no. It definitely. I'm, I'm sure. I'm like, I can't tell you how certain I am <laughs> that you're wrong. Like, you are completely wrong. Look it up. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. What does the internet know? Or something like that. And then just like wander off. I'm still like, just going back to Rodney's taste in TV. Yeah. He likes 13, hit and miss. 13 Reasons Why. And Arrested Development. Arrested Development, I can see. I haven't watched 13 Reasons Why yet, but that seems to me like a very teenage girly show. He's, he does have a bit of a teenage girl in it. He liked like, The Rosie Project, the book. What's that? It's like where a guy tries to like make his perfect girlfriend. A man who's he's a bit awkward or he has autism or something. I haven't actually personally read it. Dad loved it. Like, what do you mean make? Like some kind of weird science-like <sighs> thing? I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. He uh, photoshopped a bunch of photos of Basically, <laughs> with the basis of Herman Rorschach. <laughs> no, because I, I like have a 13-year-old girl's taste in television. Yeah, sometimes. he does have the emo side to him but that comes I, out. It, it makes me, like, I enjoy thinking of Rodney that way because this is also a man that, you know, was like a bowling champion and cage fighter. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he's, he's an enigma. Yeah. <laughs> well, he always keeps you guessing. You got to have that all-round personality i guess i'm pretty sure i told you about the time i was just about to leave to go to a nightclub or a party and he decided to tell me the entire plot of the boy in the striped pajamas <laughs> <laughs> did i tell you that story ever it sounds familiar yeah how long did the uh you know the recap last it wasn't that long it was more that it was kind of a bummer like it's right. a holocaust film and you're like all right well just gonna go out for a few drinks now. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> no, I think I was like, oh, I might stay in. <laughs> just feel bad about human history. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, just about to go hit the club, Dad. Catch you later. He's like, oh, I just got done watching the boy in the striped pajamas. I was like, oh yeah, how was that? You like, you don't know what man's capable. Yeah, of. <laughs> that's what it was like. It's traumatizing. <laughs> Before we sign off, I want to just quickly touch on a few things that we've talked about recently. Sure. Okay. We talked about The Rock and the people's eyebrow last episode. Yeah. I uh, I got a proper description because we were a little unsure of what the people's eyebrow was. Mm-hmm. I reckon I was like about half right here. So Kurt commented on our Facebook page. Here's what he wrote. The people's eyebrow was The Rock's signature expression that indicated without words that his opponent needed to shut the fuck up. Oh. As wrestling is more talking and drama than soap opera, he occasionally used it as a call to the crowd as to whether he should finish someone off with his finishing move, The People's Elbow. Ooh. So, yeah, Why that was the people's though. Well, that was the kind of that was the part that I got right. Like it was part of his finishing move. Sure. If you see the eyebrow <laughs> go up, you know shit's about to go down. <laughs> okay. Because that did confuse me when you said that. I was like, what can I do to you? Yeah. Like he wasn't just gonna like look at them <laughs> and then stun down. them into you know submission. Sure. Like uh, oh, so quizzical. Yeah. It was. Like, what is he thinking about? Right. So he he did the eyebrow and then he like you know laid the smackdown. But yeah, I guess he was also using it to intimidate his opponents, oh. which. Uh, I was not Nice guy, The Rock. I like him. Thumbs up. What are you basing that off? I watched a video where he talked about depression. And he seemed nice in the video or he just seemed like genuine? Not pro-depression. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, he was anti. So I was like, well, that's nice. He's not the kind of guy that would kill your dog. (laughs) No, he wouldn't. 
Okay. Or bum it out. Good to know. <laughs> and the other thing that we mentioned recently is the elevator close button. Yeah. Uh, so what we were saying is that it's a doesn't placebo do button. Sure. And that if you press it, it doesn't actually close the doors. I've been doing some experimentation since oh, yeah? then because we've got elevators in the apartment. I reckon it does something. Well, I think it does too. I'm with you. So we've got like... Let's break out of this place. We've got several <laughs> elevators here. My God, Ben, keep your voice down. We're like sticking it to the man. <laughs> Sorry. Because I'm pretty sure it does something too. Well, I don't want to like lead people astray here. I'm pretty sure it does. I feel like you're being sarcastic. No, like. I'm not. I've always <laughs> been convinced, but I'm like, I feel like we're like the French resistance. Like I can't tell if you're one of us. I'm one of you. Yeah. The code word I'm is- woke. <laughs> Elevator woke. Well, that's well, th- we made a whole deal about why people need to stay woke and that this is, you know, the elevator button does nothing. I have to retract some of our wokeness. No, there were more woke. We've woken up again. You know when you're in a dream we're, and you think you wake incepting. up, but actually you're still inside the dream? Yeah. That's us. And now we're really woken up, definitely. So the first layer, the buttons did something. The second layer, they didn't. Mm. Now we've woken up properly. Yeah. And they uh, actually do something again. Yeah. Isn't that the same as being asleep? No, because when we were asleep, we like never questioned it. And then we woke and we were still groggy. So we couldn't see if the button did anything. We thought it didn't, <laughs> but see. we were just groggy. Now we're fully awake. All right. Well, here's my, the button does something. Here's my experimentation. There's a couple of elevators in the building. Sure. One of them, the button's definitely broken because when you press it. No light goes yeah, on. Yeah, the LED doesn't turn on. And so I've been pressing that and the door's you know, they close, but it takes a few seconds. Sure. The one that it does light up, they close immediately. And you, I'm pretty sure you it might does think something. like that's just a coincidence. Like by the time it takes for me to press it, then the doors like you've distracted uh, yourself yeah. mentally. But I've done this enough times now that it seems like pretty certain that there's a correlation between pressing the close button. So and what you need to do is do a pop and lock in each of them, <laughs> What's and that? then pre- like the oh, like <laughs> the dance move, yeah. So then you know that you've wasted the same amount of time as it would take to press the button. No, but because then the doors would just have closed like anyway. That's what I'm saying. So if you do a pop and lock in the one that no, but what I need you to do, don't have to press. I need to press it like as soon as they open. Right. And so then I can really tell. But like you have to wait for people to go out. Like the doors aren't opening on the. I own. think try the pop and lock thing. I don't know what that proves. <laughs> Because they have to spend the same amount of time like pop and lock in as you have but what pressing if, the button. And you're like, well, it's not the distraction because I feel like I'm still waiting despite the end of my pop and lock. But they only stay... the pop and lock's fun. I reckon they only stay open for like four seconds. Like you don't have a lot of time to get out. And so by the time I've done my pop and lock, they're closed. <laughs> and it's like, well, I didn't even press but the button. But that's what I'm saying. Like if you do the pop and lock and they close, you're like, well, I was distracted by the fun of doing a pop and lock. I guess it doesn't make any difference. It is just the distraction of doing something else. But if you do the pop and lock and you still notice it takes a while, you'll know it's not the distraction of doing something, particularly since pop and locks are really fun. Listeners, write in and let me know if this makes any sense to you because right now I've got no idea what Vicky's talking about. And quickly before we go, I did see like a Facebook status of yours that I wanted you to like fill us in on. Oh, yeah. Oh, the woman? Yeah. Oh, that was so weird. Your compliment that you got. Is it a compliment? Well, it sounded like she was trying to compliment you i i don't have anything to tell you essentially what happened was 
I was on the street getting f- like I was actually on the way to the pharmacist coming back from the pharmacist and I also on the way picked up like an edamame salad for my um, co-worker just to be nice and then as I was walking back a woman said excuse me and so I turned around because it was kind of the you've dropped something excuse me mm-hmm. so I was like excuse me and I was like oh yes yes lady no <laughs> I was like yes or expecting her to be like oh you dropped this and I'd be like it's not mine or like you know your shoelace is undone or yeah. whatever people excuse you for she's like someone should take a photo of you from behind so then I really freaked out because I assumed she was going to tell me like well your dress is like tucked into your underpants or like you've got a massive stain on your butt that looks like poop because it was the very I'm going to tell you information you need to know excuse me yeah so if someone said, excuse me, and then you need to see yourself from behind, would you assume like you've got something stuck to you or you've sat on something? Yeah, she said it very matter-of-factly. I assume she would be trying to help me out in some way. That's what it seemed like. So I thought she was going to say, someone needs to take a photo of you from behind, meaning like like I'd ripped my pants or yeah, my skirt was tucked up or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And she was like... What was it? I can't actually remember the exact quote, to be honest. Do you want me to read the Facebook status? I can't remember exactly what she said next. When I went out to get my co-worker at Amami earlier, on the way back, a woman stopped me and said, excuse me, someone should take a photo of you from behind That's because right. your back looks amazing. That's right. <laughs> That's right. From behind. Which makes it more confusing. But she said your back. Like, yeah. Not, it's not like... I know. The status concludes, what wrong with front? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I was offended. I was like, I think this is supposed to be a compliment, but I feel like you've offended my front. I was also thinking like when you, you know, it's not like your butt looks amazing. Like maybe no. that's a compliment if, you, you know, you're wearing tight jeans or something. I'd be okay there without it. I think just the whole look that I had going on. What were you wearing? Uh, I was wearing a dress and then like a long lace, like floaty cardigan, I guess, that went to the ground. That was made of lace and I had my rose gold backpack on and my blue hair down. <laughs> so what was your reaction when she told you this? I just laughed and said thanks. I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. I've been working on my back. Yeah, my, I was like, I actually put my clothes on backwards. My rear torso is, you know, <laughs> one of those key workout zones. No, I was like, but can you tell me what's wrong with the front? <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a really like backhanded bizarre statement i know no i think i just laughed it off and wanted her to go away yeah i don't get why like people feel the need to interject themselves in other people's (laughs) lives like that (laughs) because like i I assume she's trying to be nice i know but like it's so weird that it's not yeah helpful no but if she thought about it at all i think she would have been like no you can't tell that to (laughs) someone in public because people have said nice things to me and i don't even remember or it's like thanks like people it's like Strangers being like, oh, cool backpack or like nice shoes. Yeah. Like that's not weird and you don't really interject yourself into their day. Yeah. No, but she's like from here to here. Great. On this side, <laughs> this light and this angle. You've done well. So you should really take a photo. Yeah, that's photo worthy. <laughs> I know you've obviously got some kind of complex about the rest of this shit, but I'm just telling you that this part you've got going on. Done well. Well, like, cause a lot of people obviously will say a comment on my hair, like, who I don't know, like they'll sit next to me or I'll walk by and they're like, oh, cool hair. Because you've got like blue hair at the moment. Yeah, so I've got long blue, like tiny braids, like cornrows essentially, mm-hmm. and they're blue. Um, so that gets comments. My backpack gets a fa- fair few comments, like occasionally like shoes or dress, like strangers or shopkeepers will comment on, but they never go for the full look. <laughs> Anyone comment on your moo moo? Oh, everyone. Oh. It's quite a favourable response, of course. But that's like, 
yeah, the back, very specific. I didn't, right, you I didn't just say you look nice. Like, I can't even imagine what someone's back would have to be. To be, partic- from, like, comment worthy. Right. Like, wow, I'm blown away. Yeah, like, maybe if you had some kind of strapless thing or, like, some <laughs> elaborate tattoo or something. <laughs> but Again, you'd be, like, cool tattoo or, like, cool dress. Right, or, like, yeah. Like, I think she liked the lacy, like, what's it called? Like, long cardigan? But you'd just be, like, nice cardigan? Like... And the matter of a fact, excuse me, really threw me as well. Yeah, like if you... Because you're like, hey, cool cardigan. And you're like, what? And you're like, oh, I just want to say cool cardigan. But it's like, excuse me. Yeah. Like I would expect her, excuse me, to be maybe more timid. Like, oh, excuse me. Like she didn't want to interrupt your day to like, compliment cool you. back though. But like the matter of a fact is like, as you say, it's like, oh, you dropped this. You need to know. Yeah. It came across very much as like you've dropped something or you're in my way. Yeah. I got a weird compliment, I think, the other day. <laughs> Again, I don't even know if mine was because what's wrong with my front? Well, this is this is the same kind of situation, or not exactly the same, but anyway, I uh, I was buying something and the cashier, as I was paying, I think she said "nice bracelet," like that's what Ooh. it sounded like to me, right? And I said, "Thanks." Maybe she said "nice brace for it" because <laughs> she's about to like dump the change in your hand or something. Right? And brace yourself. This is a lot of coins. And I well, I was paying by card. I guess it was just like the end of the transaction right. and I assumed she was about to say like, have a nice day or something. Mm. And so I just said like, thanks instinctively. Mm-hmm. And then I processed it in my mind and I was like, wait, she didn't say have a nice day. Yeah. She's like, nice bracelet or something along <laughs> those lines. I'm like, well, first of all, I wasn't wearing a bracelet. I had like my, the me band? yeah, my fitness band on, but I had also long a jacket on, like my jacket sleeves were covering it. She chances mm. I, she wouldn't have seen it. So like now it's too weird to be like oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. What was the yeah what did, I just uh, I'm uh, I know you complimented me I have got something nice about me yeah, can you, you repeat just, that I wanted I'm taking testimonials yeah. right now <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm just gonna assume she complimented to my back now that Apparently I know that this a is thing. a thing people are doing <laughs> um, but I think that brings us to the end of another episode so it would seem thanks everyone for listening you can email me Ben at insaneramblings.net if you want to get in touch. Me, Vicky at InsaneRamblings.net. Or podcast at InsaneRamblings.net. We'll find us as well. Um, you can rate and review us on iTunes, which is very helpful, as well as subscribing there. You'll get all of the episodes delivered straight to your mobile device. And, of course, always share us with your friends. Those clips are really great to share on your own Facebook or with people. It's um, very helpful if you can tell people to listen. Yeah, eight years' worth of episodes to, uh, <laughs> to get your ears around. You're not you... going to have the issue that Dad has with 13 Reasons Why. That's true. <laughs> and I also recorded a whole new World (laughs) cover. (laughs) Oh, fantastic point of view. (laughs) I wish I could go on, but I don't know the rest of the lyrics. (laughs) You'll hear it in the cover. Something about eyes. That really captured my imagination. <laughs> I recorded a whole uh, a whole new series, I guess oh, you would shame. say, of uh, the Kirsty experiment. Oh, excellent! Which is the uh, after show that I do with my sister, where we talk about her uh, failed... love life. Yeah. Oh, great news! And so, uh, I think that should be a vodcast on its own, standalone vodcast. Well, the problem is she's going to Italy, so I had to like you know cram a whole <laughs> bunch of episodes in before she left because I know she's got stories, but it makes it difficult to record when she's half a planet away. Right. So, I don't know, maybe, hopefully she'll meet a whole bunch of Italian men to let her down (laughs) and then we'll get some, you know, international (laughs) editions of uh, her stories, but uh, it might be a while 
But luckily, we've got a good backlog now to That's good. catch up on. Great news. I love that show. Although that is a funny, like, side note to end the show on. So your sister's moving to Italy and then, like, she sort of implied when she was deciding to do that that she'd never see you again. <laughs> yeah, well, I was talking to her about <laughs> a month ago. Which is quite amusing. Because uh, she's been a few times and I guess she likes it so much she's like I'm just gonna move there and she's you know looking for a change and she just kind of got a good job opportunity over there so it's like all right it's done I'm moving to Italy forever yeah and so a few weeks ago she's like oh is it sad that this is one of the last times you ever get to see me (laughs) (laughs) I'm like you know I'm gonna see you again right (laughs) she's like what you're gonna come to Italy (laughs) (laughs) that's so crazy yeah like she said it as if it was the most outlandish concept ever has she realized that it's not the past like, is she thinking you're going to have to steamboat over? Like, it's the 1930s? No, I think she knew that we were physically capable of <laughs> international flight, but uh, the she just couldn't picture me there. Like, I'm such a city kid, and the particular part of Italy that she's moving to is very rural, and it's just out of my element, I I'm guess. sure you can tolerate it for a few days. Well, that's, that's what I thought. <laughs> like, and also, like... We're not old people. Like, if you, she was, like, 90 and saying that, you'd be like, well, who knows? Like, yeah. <laughs> you never know. But between now and our deaths, like, that's a lot of time. And <laughs> it's not just that I can come to Italy. She can she come back. She could come back. Like, like, or she might move somewhere else. Like, yeah. you might move somewhere else. There's just, there's a lot. Like, my brother did indeed definitely move permanently and cannot come back to Australia, essentially, because of... His, situ- his circumstance with the family there. So his children and now, well, oh, yeah. his stepchildren. Right. So he'd uh, have to move the whole family. Yeah. They're now they're in American schools. They are American. They were born in America. It would be very challenging, I think, for two like preteens to move halfway across the world. Yeah. Plus like all the legal stuff. Anyway, like there's pretty much no chance he'll ever come back. Even I didn't say that to him. <laughs> I was like, I guess I'll see you at some point. But have you seen him since then? It was two years ago. No, I've spoken to him on Facebook. Like, and mm, I, know, I was hoping that you'd say yes, though. He's oh, really sorry. proving that point. <laughs> two years is not that. She'll be back before two years. For well, sure. the other thing is, I go, well, we've got friends in Switzerland now. Right. And so you can do Ben's little Euro, Euro trip. Yeah, like it's an hour away from Switzerland. Sure. So I was like, well, if I'm kind going, of mean. If I'm going to visit <laughs> them, I can do you both in one trip. And she's like, oh. So I'm only a side note on your visit now, huh? So, <laughs> what do you want? Like, so I'm thinking, never going to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, no. My point is, I am certain that my brother is moving permanently, but I still was like, yeah, I'm sure I'll see you at some point. Like, Mum's seeing him in like a month. He's in New Orleans, right? He is. You going to go for Mardi Gras? I'd like to. Fair enough. <laughs> cool. I don't have any other follow-ups. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. We glad we covered that. Thanks for eight years of podcasting. You're welcome. All, all I've got left. I'm glad that we've been able to keep our um, our one listener a year growth going. Have we? I mean, I'm sure we've got at least eight, eight listeners. Eight listeners? <laughs> I would hope so. But please do share us to your friends. Because yeah. <laughs> um, if eight listeners mm-hmm. share that to two friends each, that's 32 listeners. I think we can achieve that by uh, our next anniversary. So I'm saying all... Listeners, get a friend in on it. One, two friends who get hooked and want to listen regularly. And you will get a free... You feel like there's going to be a lot of uh, annoying people just daily emailing you. If eBay's anything well, to go Well, now by, I know the extent of internet people, yes. If you want a freebie, put your proper address on the envelope, <laughs> <laughs> at least. 
Ah ouais, c'est vrai. Ah ouais, c'est vrai. Welcome to another episode of the Kirsty Experiment, the show where my sister Kirsty goes on a bunch of online dates and tells us about them. I mean, you say it like if it would be so much nicer if I was doing it for comedy sake. <laughs> <laughs> Just tragically single. Well, we may as well make the comedy. It's already happened. Yeah. If we don't document it, then it's just sad. Exactly. Yeah. I appreciate. I appreciate this opportunity. You're good. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, I guess I'll talk about... I have to go back to last year. <laughs> okay. So um, it was an online relationship, right? So, yeah, so it started that way. I'm going to call him Luigi okay. for the sake of being Italian. Because his real name was Mario. <laughs> I hated Luigi so much. His stupid legs. <laughs> God, why did anyone pick him? Like, he could never <laughs> run anywhere. Like, if you were in a dream, mm -hmm. that's what I imagine. You know when you try and run in yeah, dreams? Yeah, it's your Luigi legs just legs. flail. Oh. No, one, no one wanted to go Luigi. You picked him because you had to. Maybe I should call him Mario now. I feel bad. Okay. Either way. No, you know what? Luigi. After <laughs> 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 that diagnosis. Sure. Okay, so Luigi is a lot older than me, almost 20 years older than me. But that's fun. like that's my preference in life but that this is still up until that point the oldest guy that you dated yeah yeah but i like i mean i i like a lot older men and he doesn't you know like that wasn't that wasn't like that he wasn't doesn't look old or anything um but yeah we like started chatting online i'd met him once before like with long-term family friends and stuff well more than once but like once in like the last I don't know, 10 years yeah. um, since I wasn't like 11. Anyway, we started chatting. We'd been online friends for ages, but we hadn't really chatted that much. Anyway, started a conversation. Turns out like, I don't know, when I look back, I'm like, mm, we both come out of like long-term relationships and I think we just kind of like, you know, fell in love, really fell in love. Rebounding. Yeah, probably. But also it felt like, like honestly, like within the first week we were like, We'd already booked tickets to Italy. But this, you'd only been chatting on Facebook. Yeah. Or Skyping as well. Yeah, like FaceTime and like phone. Like we're talking on the phone like every day for like two hours. Okay. Which is hard because he lived in Canada and I was here. It's like a massive time difference. Yeah. And then, yeah, we like decided to book these tickets to Italy because, you know, that was our first date. Why not? Um, so our first date was like a month long trip to Italy. Yeah, so why commit to like a month just because if you're going all the way there, you may as well stick around or well, like, you're like, yeah, this exactly. is going to be awesome. Like, I've, you know, I'm never going to not want to see you. <laughs> That's, it was both of those okay. things. Well, we, like, we, we were like, we're, we apparently thought we were in love, you know, like, yeah. so we were just like, well. But even so, like, if you're communicating in person is a lot different to just over the phone. I know. I mean, I guess, but. I don't know. I, I guess we just thought, like, it wasn't that different. Okay. 
you know, like we we're talking a lot and, and not just in, like I get, I get messaging being different than in person, but the phone and in person doesn't seem that different. Well, and, okay, but maybe like you're almost living together at that Well, stage. that's the thing. So it wasn't just like you'd gone from communicating to like dating and like like seeing each other every day for a month would have been intense, but it was like living together yeah. every day for a month. Like I've done that with boyfriends and left like wanting to break up, like hating them. Right. So... I don't know why I thought this would work. <laughs> I think I thought, like, that this was, you know, it. Well, it was because he was older. You're like, oh, he's way more mature than all those young boys <laughs> that I couldn't get it to work with. Maybe, but also I just thought it was, like, the one. I don't know. Every time you, like, fall in love, you think it's the one. Yeah. You think it's the right one. You're like, this This is my soulmate. Ah, oh, it didn't work so many times before because they were my soulmate. But no, this one's my soulmate. Yeah, yeah. I got it right this time. Yeah. Um, didn't, just why. But, um, like, he was awesome. He's awesome. But also, um, I don't, I don't know. I was like, not so in a good place during that. So we talked for like six weeks before, um, before we met. Then I flew to Canada, met him. Then we flew to Italy. We were in Tuscany for like, and traveling around a bit for like three weeks. Because he was from Canada. He's from Canada. Yeah. And you decided that why why Italy just because you'd been there before and you really liked it well he's Italian he loves it I'm in love with Italy like I'm moving there you know next week and it was just like I don't know just felt like it had to be Italy because you know it's the most romantic place in the world and we weren't just falling in love and suck at Paris (laughs) honestly Paris is a shithole I'm sorry (laughs) no I don't know about the rest of France but Paris is not for me. All right. We met and we went to Tuscany. And, like, honestly, like, the first week was amazing. I'm, like, so super emotional. I don't know. I was overtired and, like, from jet lag and everything. And I'm, like, meeting this person that, you know, I've loved all this time. And it's very exciting. And so I'm, like, opening, like, the windows this Tusk- of this Tuscan villa, like, looking out on these olive trees and stuff. And I'm just, like, crying so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) and he's just like okay like you're he's a very emotional person but he said that like I was a neck level like he couldn't handle that you were crying over the scenery yeah and then also crying over like being hungry so (laughs) (laughs) it's like I was just very emotional sure but mostly those emotions came out in tears so it it was pretty hectic and um, I was in a lot of pain as well, like I had like back pain and stuff, and I was walking a lot, and that aggravated my back pain. Anyway, well, wind romance. I actually thought it was an amazing trip. I thought we were getting along just fine. Then we come back home, and there were like a few other stresses, like things that happened in his life, and that just were totally unexpected. Like the day I arrived and the day we got back to Canada, like both big news things. And um, anyway, so. I went back to Canada for like a week just to see like this was our test of like what life would be like. Yeah. We gave ourselves a week to hang out. And so was he working at this point? No, but he thought he would be. Like that was one of the big things uh, that kind of okay. happened. Yeah. So, so you were kind of envisioning he would... He would be at work. I'd be like able to go out during the day, see other people that I knew in Canada and yeah. like we'd come back together at nine and like go out for dinner or whatever. 
But literally, we'd gone from like spending every second to each, of each other, with each other in Italy to, you know, in each other's pockets in Canada. Yeah. And by that stage, like, I could tell he was getting frustrated with me and that was making me frustrated because I'm like, amazing, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I don't know. I don't understand it. Like, I was saying this the other day to but, somebody. But like, you don't have a life over there. Like, it's different if... Um, yeah, you know, it's almost like he he has to entertain. A That's guest true, and that would, that would, would get exhausting. I yeah. understand, but yeah, I mean, I don't even say this taking the piss. I'm actually the most incredible person that I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Be humble. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I said that to my psychologist last week, and she was so proud of me. But I am like I've overcome so much in my life, and I've done so much, and I'm just still like able to laugh and <laughs> well, I'm, I'm... <laughs> when you say you're able to laugh I don't know if it's a pro when you're laughing like the joker but <laughs> go on <laughs> whatever I think I'm amazing and so when people don't like see that in me it really like it really <laughs> annoys me <laughs> and it also makes me like question like, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't understand where they're coming from. I don't understand people that don't think I'm amazing. Sure. Anyway, whatever. That's a side note. Idiots. Yeah, you get it. Um, but you've grown up with me, so clearly, you know. I've had a lot of exposure to kind of get to know how amazing you are. Okay, and just the fact that I'm allowing you in my presence to record my voice, which is oh, it's my privilege. commodity. <laughs> Is that the right word? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, yeah, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Oh, Luigi. <laughs> I love that he's Luigi. So it kind of looks like Luigi too, like a really tall, lanky, bald Luigi. <laughs> he's always wearing that green hat. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so anyway, shit hit the fan. Like, it was just, like, tension. No one, like, had a conversation. I tried to because I knew that we were going to break up and I was like, let's just do it while I'm here because otherwise it's going to be when I go back to Australia and you're messaging me, like... Yeah. And that's just shit. And so I tried to open a conversation, but, um, I don't know, like, I guess he just didn't want to, like, rock the boat or whatever or have more awkwardness while I was there. So... But I knew well, if you're it, like, crying over a scenic view, <laughs> probably didn't want to have to put up with the floodgates that were about to open when it's like, I want to see other people. <laughs> just a theory. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Who hmm. knows? He's just an idiot because obviously didn't recognize how amazing <laughs> Look, I, I know that and you know that, but it's hard to communicate that to everyone. Hmm. <laughs> oh, God, I sound so crazy. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, so we're at the airport. This is what really pissed me off. We're at the airport. I'm like bawling my eyes out because I'm leaving and stuff. And I, I was in love with him. I think he didn't want to leave. And um, he, he, like we had a lot of fun, even though like well, I had <laughs> I had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any fights during the trip, or he was just like yes, yeah, sort it, of seemingly irritated with you? Mostly just like constant irritation. Yeah, it was like I was. Like he actually said said to me once, hanging out with you is like looking after like a class of toddlers constantly. Yeah, I can envision that. He would call me like a whirlwind or a hurricane, and like I sat down strangely once, 
and broke his window with my butt. I, it was probably like a hassle to have <laughs> me around. I mean, I'm sure he appreciated having that window. I like opened. <laughs> I didn't know what to do one day. He was out all day. I didn't know where to get food or anything. So I just like opened this thing of cheese, like this giant ball of cheese that was in his, that was my dinner. Like I just hacked at a piece of cheese. Yeah. And fell asleep in a cheese coma on the couch <laughs> and he came home and there's just like half a block of cheese on the bench like so was he, it like important to him that cheese no, or he was just like this is what I invited <laughs> into my home it's not like you accidentally you know ate his cheese. like prize winning piece like no that was going into the fair tomorrow <laughs> like the Mona Lisa <laughs> the gummy Mona Lisa. yeah no, it was just some cheese, but he was annoyed because, like, it started to get crusty or it was, he, was, he was worried about it getting crusty being out in the open air. I don't know. I can't believe this didn't work. Like, why didn't he provide me dinner? Like, come home in time so I don't have to gnaw at a piece of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're at the airport. Um, yeah, I'm at the airport. We're saying goodbye. And I'm crying. And, we're, like, he's kissing me goodbye and stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. Like... We're in line and he's like doing that whole thing, like give me a kiss. Like, and he actually says, like when there's people like around, you know, lining up, actually says to me, oh, you know, it's, we're like that couple in the movies that's like crying and kissing and saying goodbye. And that's what was going through my head because I live in like through the lens of my life as a movie. Like I still wholeheartedly believe I'm on the Kirsten show, not sure. the Truman show, you know, but I can't talk about it because they'll get suspicious. Anyway, um. So I have to like start, yeah, so I'm like, oh, in my head, I'm like, oh, okay. So he does still like me and still want to keep in contact and like this is all still working out as I'm at the airport leaving. And then he stays there, like the line is moving so slowly, like took me half an hour to get out of his line of vision and he stays there and he's like waving goodbye to me the whole time, like all enthusiastic and excited and like, you know, it was really cute. And I was like, oh my God, he loves me. I fly to our stopover, my stopover on the way home, LAX, and it was like, I knew straight away it was over. It was really weird. Like, instead of being like all lovey-dovey and messaging and, you know, obsessed with me, it was, I, I was just like, oh yeah, I messaged him. I'm like, yeah, I've just made it to LAX. Like, you know, just thought I'd let you know I'm safe and the plane hasn't crashed, like yeah. in case you care. <laughs> and he was just like so cold. Like, didn't give a shit. It was like, thank God she's gone. Like, I never have to speak to her again. Like, I got that vibe straight away. Yeah. Then I came home and it was like leading into Christmas. And um, I had to go away for three weeks and like had no access to technology, nothing. Didn't hear from him over Christmas. Like, basically never heard from him again. So what was the last like communication you had? Like Spoke to him on Christmas Day because I was really upset. Like, we're supposed to open Christmas presents together and stuff. And... That didn't happen. And I tried calling him a couple of times and he finally answered and he was like, you know, like really agitated and grumpy. Mm. And I was like, oh, fuck, like I'm literally leaving tomorrow and we'll have three weeks where I can't contact anybody. Like I thought he'd want to like say goodbye or whatever, or at least like, you know, welcome home. He just was t like totally disappeared off the face of the earth. And um, <clears throat> last communication, he like messaged me, I don't know, a month ago or something on Facebook and was just like, yeah, hey, how are you going? And I just had to say like, dude, it's not casual for me to hear from you. Like, it's really out of the blue, you know, and I ended up saying something like, 
Oh, he says something so like fucking passive aggressive or it's just like, you know, you think you're a really great person and, you know, you were just going through a hard time and all this stuff, which I was, but he knew all that stuff beforehand. You know, I'm still me, but I'm just bonkers. And I don't know. It just don't like when people try and palm it off on what you're going through. It's like, well, everyone's going through shit all the time. Sure. Anyway, um, so... Yeah, he was, like, trying to, like, passive-aggressively tell me, like, you know, still thinking about you, like, we still care, but, you know, like, obviously, we're never going to be together. Whatever he was saying, who cares? And I was just like, look, like, I just, I was just like, you know, I'm sure you're a really great person, too, but I'm not going to be stupid enough to stick around and find out. Ooh. And he's just like, okay, and blocked me from Facebook. Oh, damn. <laughs> but you never had, like, a, this is the end kind of conversation before he that. Sort, yeah, he sort of did when I got back, but not really. Like, he kind of skirted around it. He was sort of just like, no, it was like, to him, it was like we'd already had the conversation and he was at the next stage. Okay. And I was like, but we never had the conversation. Like, like you, the last time we saw each other, you were waving me off at the airport. And, and now I'm home good. and you, like, you're not talking to me. Yeah. And then the next time I talked to him was only because I'd kind of pushed him to. Right. And he was like, you know, like, we just didn't work out. I'm like... But you didn't tell me it didn't work out. Yeah. Like, I left thinking we were in love, and now you just haven't spoken to me in three weeks. Mm. Like, it was very, very weird, and I was really pissed off. But um, and now I recognize what a fucking whirlwind it was, and that wasn't, like, real, obviously. But at the time, like, it was gutting, because you think it's real. And I'd just come out of this, like, long-term heartbreak as well. So that was the long one to like, yeah. like lead into like my dating saga i guess that was like oh. the last kind of relationshipy thing i had well thanks for uh the update on the ouija <laughs> <laughs> i uh, hope your journeys in the mushroom kingdom are much more fruitful from now on <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> it's in ramblings